Oh, that's me. Hello. Is it me now? We got to bring that music a little bit down. There we go. Good morning, Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn. He's Griffin. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. Just got those scenarios up on Facebook. We'll get them up here momentarily on Twitter as well. I didn't sleep well last night, and I don't like really care. I had the uh, the election stuff on in the background because I'm, you know, I, I do believe that we all should be involved, you know, like I think being involved in the process, voting, those things are good. Like I, I, I have had a few conversations with Wes Moore over the years. Wes Moore, Sports uh, Connection, of course, played football at Johns Hopkins. Um, Didn't know that. I, I brought it up before on this show, so always, always good to know you're listening over there, Buck. Um, Got it. <laughs> I'm not as dialed in as you are to the election stuff. What, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I just, That's why I didn't know that he played I, football. I talked about it on the show. You're here every day. <laughs> like That has nothing to do with being dialed into the election. I discussed it on this show that you're on. <laughs> what does it do with being dialed into the election? <laughs> In the past like six months since I've yes! been Yes. Okay. Right. A couple Fridays ago when Stan was in. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. That's pretty cool. We're killing it over here. Um, so, like, you know, I've I, and I read, I remember when the other Westmore came out, I thought it was fascinating. I remember watching him on the Colbert show and thinking, this is a really interesting cat. And I decided to read the book. I, I wanted him on the show. I mean, like, I just, that, now that was going back quite a ways. That goes back to 2010, I want to say. Um, so I was interested. I watched. You know, I, I, I want to be involved in the process. I want to be know what's going on in the country. But, you know, I'm also, much like many of you, the type that's like, does it make a difference? Nobody really seems to care about me. Does that even make a difference? I I thought it was weird that Griffin came in this morning with his full gas mask bong on. I thought that was, like, I know we took it step forward as a state last night, but I don't even know if it works that way. I don't know if there's, like, an on-ramp to when... I I get it, like you know, you're not out in public. How does that work exactly now? Can you just walk around? I believe, or maybe actually, I guess I should probably shouldn't say anything because I don't know. But I think it's ah. July 23. I guess is when you can start. What the hell does it selling it recreationally? Well, I, don't I guess. Understand. Why does it? Why do you have to wait that long? I don't know. I don't know. Like, what the hell do they need time <laughs> for? Does it take eight months to inform the police this isn't illegal anymore? I feel like I could handle that today. Let's call Corporal Robbie and just let him know, like, hey, hey, guy, we we know what the laws are now, right? We're good. It's a very weird bit that they got to wait that long. I mean, whatever. Um, such is life. But, yeah, that was, I, I guess, those are the big stories, I guess, locally last night was that Westmore won the governor race. And the Carroll County School uh, huh? Board of Education, not looking, not the right people are going to be on that board, unfortunately. All right. Well, there's yeah, there's there's an editorial from, yeah, from Griffin Bass. Disappointing. I don't uh, it's a whole different. Yeah. I don't get into politics yeah. much. I just sort of re- recap what happened. So, yeah, I was watching that, but that wasn't the reason. I just didn't sleep well last night. I, I don't know if it's – I'm still on Wisconsin time or what's uh, going on there. Yeah. I'm not sure. I had a couple people who were like, dude, you barely talked about your trip. Like, Believe it or not, I actually think what's happening in sports is more important than me. <laughs> I know maybe you're used to like sports radio hosts that believe that they're the celebrity. I'd like to think. That if you've been around for a little while with me, you understand that I know that's not the case. We bring plenty of personality to the show, and you know we do plenty of things. We have a little bit of a cast. Uh, KZ will be in here tomorrow. 
uh, doing the the mayo and apple mint mint apple jelly sandwich. So we do plenty of those things. Uh, and by the way, I think I know what next week's side bed is going to be. Uh oh. Um, What's KZ out to eat now? Yeah, right. Well, I don't know if he's going to do another one after this one. This one might be back to you and I, dog. <laughs> might be a might be a duet next week after KZ went <laughs> 0 for one, <laughs> signed up finally and lost. Um, we do plenty of those things, but I just I think that you guys care more about sports than you do about me. I mean, it'd be neat if you cared more about me. I would make a girl feel quite pretty. Speaking of which, do we have anybody that could let us know that we're very pretty? Do oh we yeah, have, yeah. Do we have? We do have somebody that we can uh, do call we have, right now. Because I could, I I could use. I I would like to feel pretty this morning because I don't think that people care about me more than sports. But I I wouldn't mind feeling so pretty. You are so pretty. Can we edit that to take out the the, the first? The yeah, the, the silence the there sure. at the the front of it. And like, can we do something about that? Thank yeah, you. that's of course our uh, friend Carson Weekly. I like that. Appreciate him doing that. And oftentimes we just want to know that we're pretty. And Carson's there to let us know that we're very, very pretty. I feel like he could have even done it up a little bit further. But that's fine. That's fine. I'll reach out to him. It's fine as is. Griffin, it's fine as is. I'll let him go. But this is the important part. You've got to be ready with the trigger finger. Okay. Like, you've got to be. I would like for us to get a soundboard going again at some point. Once upon a time, we, we had a soundboard. We had some. Uh, uh, Kyle admitted once on the show that he was a big Hanson fan, and I had that ready. Like whenever, whenever I felt like it was time to remind people who Kyle was all about, I had that. Let- I just like having certain sounds that are available. But I need you ready with a trigger finger when it feels appropriate. I don't have to set it up five times. You can just dive yeah, right yeah. in in an appropriate yeah, moment. Um, where was I going? Oh, right, me. I did have a nice trip for what it's worth. Other than the car the, the opening, thing, yeah, that I that I yeah, and the football game <laughs> and the weather. Yeah, but other than all that, by the way, the goal. It's like when I got the email from the cruise people this this summer. <laughs> I got the email yesterday from the folks at Dollar Rental Rental Car. Hey, would you like to tell us about your experience? Sure enough, I would. Just no, l- it's not going to do anything for me. I'm just, not going to get anything just link out of the it. show. Yeah, correct. <laughs> might have something to might have something to say. I did hear from um, uh, one of our favorites, one of the uh, one of our regulars who checks in. Um, uh, and I don't actually know Bird for Life. I don't know what your actual name is, and I feel bad about that because you've been a friend for a while. You're a, you're a good dude, and I would I would respond re- reply to you by name, but I genuinely don't know Bird for Life forty nine what your actual name is. Could you let me know that at some point? That'd be nice. Um, messaging was like, hey, you know, Seinfeld made a point about this back in the nineties. It was one of the best bits he ever did on the show, and I I'm familiar with that. I'm not the, you know, I, I Seinfeld to me was was a really good show or good to really good show that people treated as the greatest comedy of all time. And I've always said it wasn't that. And when you say that people get very angry, very angry because they are convinced that it's the greatest comedy of all time. It was a good show. It was a funny show. It was not the greatest comedy of all time. And I always like when I bring that up, end up starting fights about it but i trust me i watched seinfeld i'm familiar with it it's the uh, the car rental industry the moving industry absolute shams shams moving industry you know what they've got your stuff they're gonna hold you hostage for it you agree to something all of a sudden they get there they're like you know that's about uh, two feet uh, longer you know it's really weird the thing that you signed up for uh it, it guaranteed uh, that we would carry things 67 and a half feet, but uh, this is actually 68.2, so 
So yeah, you're gonna have to pay three thousand dollars more. And I'm I'm not even kidding about this. One time when I moved to Arizona, I after they had already tried to get one over on me on the way out there, when they got there, they literally attempted to hold me hostage again. Like the moving company that we hired showed up at my new place in Arizona, said, You want this off the truck, it's gonna cost you another thousand dollars. I mean, just brazen, like brazenly holding you hostage. Because they got your stuff. What are you going to do? Well, you need your stuff. And I remember it was the first time in my life I was ever like, I, I'm not proud of this. This is a true story. I'm not proud of this. I said, well, I, I guess we could do that. Or I could go inside and get my gun. It's a straight shoot. I did that. I'm not proud of that. Did it, did it work? <laughs> yeah, it worked, actually. <laughs> it worked. It worked. I can't believe it worked. I was in hindsight, I'm really nervous. Like I, it was the dumbest thing I ever did because they probably could have had a gun themselves. And then, the hell would I have done at that point? But at the time, I was like 22 and stupid, and I just didn't know what I was doing. I would not recommend that. Would not recommend that be the case. So what I'm hearing is I should never move out of my mom's house. Yeah, moving sucks and rent a car suck. But other than that, I had a really nice trip to Wisconsin. It was a, it was a, it's a lovely place. It's a lovely place. The Camp Randall Stadium experience was mostly as advertised. It was a little bit, you know, de- 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 depleted. I guess would be the word that I'm looking for. You know, just because of the weather was so wretched. People kept asking me about that because if you turn on a game on television, I don't know that you can fully understand. It was an abomination. It was awful. Now, I still think that at some point, Mike Loxley and the Maryland staff should have recognized, hey, if we don't, either we got to be able to throw the ball we're not winning and should have started attempting to throw the ball earlier in that game. Like, I, I think that utterly abandoning throwing the ball was playing right into the hands of Wisconsin, and you were never going to win a game that way. Even as well as the, the Maryland has run the ball this season. They have run the ball well this season. Um, you're just not built for that. You're not built to be a one-dimensional team against Wisconsin. That's not – you don't want that. So I get it. It was, it was hell. It was not just that it was coming down. At one point, by the way, hailing. Hailing. At one point, my wife looked, like stuck her hand out. She's like, uh, that ain't rain. I'm like, you are right. <laughs> you are 100% accurate. That is were not you, rain. Were you warm enough or uh, did you have enough protection? I, from- I, yeah, I wore my rubbers. Um, <laughs> I, I brought, uh, you know what? I forgot to put my second pair of socks on. Really regretted mm. that decision. It's a long walk from the car to the... So we, of course, had no idea like what the parking situation would be, and I couldn't find a parking pass online ahead of time. So I just decided that as soon as we got to a point where we could kind of... Where we saw parking available for the game, we just take the first spot we could find because who knew if we were going to find another spot? You know what I mean? So we take the first spot that we could find. It's 20 bucks. I'm like, ah, that's great. Then I figured out why it was 20 bucks. It was legitimately a mile away from the stadium. But we followed everybody there. We literally got, got in that kickoff. I forgot to put my other pair of socks on. So I was only wearing the one pair of socks. That was a regrettable decision. She had worn a rain jacket over her hoodie. I had a hoodie and then a poncho over it. So I thought we'd be cool. Nope. It sucked. I mean, it was it just sucked. Great seats. Great seats. But it sucked. The game was awful. But um, the experience, I get it. I, I understand, even though it wasn't the full experience, I get why people think it's it's such a cool place to go hang out, see a football game. It happened. They the, the legendary tradition at Wisconsin 
is uh, at the end of the third quarter, they play the song Jump Around by House of Pain, and literally the entire stadium starts jumping and the stadium shakes and it's electric, and I've heard about it for years. My buddy, former Ravens cornerback Tommy Knight, was an assistant coach at Wisconsin for a little while and would spend, it's like, dude, I played at Iowa. Like, I played at every big place. There's nothing like game day in Madison. So um, he would talk about that all the time. And when I experienced it, it was, it was neat. And just unfortunately, it wasn't a completely packed stadium because of the weather. But it was neat. And Everlast was there from uh, House of Pain, which was really cool. Um, he looks like he's about 80, <laughs> which is a bit awkward. But that was a really cool moment. And um, you know, the rest of Wisconsin was neat. Friendly people. They, uh, they believe in the same things I believe in. Cheese. Cheese. No other things. <laughs> I mean, they have their priorities, right? Sunday morning, we got up and drove to Monroe, Wisconsin, which is like a, a big cheese haven. And uh, we visited the Alpendale Cheese Shop, and I had about 100 bucks worth of cheese wow. uh, shipped wow. back to Baltimore. It's slated to arrive uh, tomorrow. Very excited about that. <laughs> Got to be a big weekend. Just so happens to uh, time out with bye week. Look at God. Look at God. It's great news for your boy. Uh, went and visited uh, my hero, visited the grave of Chris Farley. That um, that was kind of emotional for me. I could not convince Mrs. Clark to do the full Chris Farley tour. We did drive to the theater where Chris Farley first started performing improv is now a crappy laundromat. So we saw that. But I wanted to go to State Street Brats. That was apparently his big hangout. Unfortunately, they opened too late on Monday. Like I just didn't think about it. They didn't open until... Um, noon or something like that and we needed to our flight was out of Chicago so we had to drive back to Chicago and we got a little Lou Malnati's in before uh, we left and we went up to the top of the uh, the Hancock Tower which I guess isn't called the Hancock Tower anymore it's just called uh, 875 Michigan um, but we went up and uh, the tall building in Chicago well there's two there's the Sears Tower and there's right. the Hancock okay. Tower so we went up to the Hancock Tower is that the one where you like look down on the glass so the glass? Uh, that specific thing was not available oh, of course way, unfortunately um, yeah well okay actually so sorry let me say the Sears Tower does the one where like there's a there's one spot on the building where the where there's an extension and you walk out into the extension but that was sold okay. out. So that was they you I couldn't even get up to the observatory deck on the Sears Tower uh, when we called. We were it was already sold out for the day. So we decided to go to the Hancock Tower. Now they do the thing where they literally like let you like they part of the building oh, like lean, leans. Like, yeah. They lean okay. you out. Also sold out for the day. So that was a bummer. But we did go up and we looked around and that was cool. We took some pictures up there. That was neat. And we got some uh, deep dish. So it was a uh, it was a neat little neat little jaunt into Chicago on Monday. But um, I would have liked to have gone to State Street Brats because apparently that was uh, Chris Farley's big hanging out. But other than that, other than that, a lovely weekend in Wisconsin. So there, those of you that asked, you just got my recap. I don't know how it bettered your life. <laughs> you just learned that I got some cheese. So, hey, we got that going. Today's show brought to you by FanDuel. Online sports betting will be starting in Maryland in the next few weeks. Pressbox is your source for the best offers and sign-up incentives. Starting now, you can get a $100 pre-registration credit from our friends at FanDuel by going to PressBoxOnline.com offers. That $100 credit is in addition to the new user promo you'll get when they go live. Just go to PressBoxOnline.com offers now to get your $100 FanDuel pre-registration bonus credit. That's PressBoxOnline.com offers. Uh, you know, two other things really quickly. You all wanted me to try the Spotted Cow Beer from New Glarus. As good as advertised. It's outstanding. It goes up with... Um, 
the Allagash White from up in Maine is one of the best uh, regional beers. And it, but you can get Allagash White in other places. You can't get Spotted Cow anywhere else. They only sell it in Wisconsin. Spotted Cow beer? Spotted Cow. Spotted Cow. Delicious. I mean, absolutely wonderfully drinkable. I mean, it's just a very tasty brew. So you guys wanted me to try that, and I did. And then I got a text from Josh Charles, our friend, at about 11, so Central Time, 1047 on Saturday morning asking if we had made it to the game. And we were still walking in at that point, and I texted him back said, we're going to make it. And then I wondered if he was secretly hoping that we hadn't made it and that I was just going to hop on a flight and say, the hell with this, Go I'm going to New Orleans. Uh, I did wonder that afterwards. Uh, I wondered if that was the, the secondary part of uh, what was happening there. Um, uh, I love Josh, and he encouraged us to go visit the chocolate shop uh, ice cream store, and we did. And my friend Melissa Kim from WBAL, who used to work in Madison, had told me, like, I don't know how to explain this to you. The ice cream in Madison is better. Now, I don't eat ice cream, right? Like, I haven't had ice cream in, I don't know, 20 years, something like that. Like, I I thought, I'm not lactose intolerant, but it just, you know... Yeah, it's dicey sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's dicey. I know exactly. And I'm not giving up on cheese, so I need to kind of cut some other <laughs> things out, right? Like, So I don't drink milk and I don't eat ice cream. Those are the two that always did the biggest number on me. So I – and I don't know how to explain that. Somebody's, like, listening, like, really? You eat cheese, but you don't – I do – trust me. I get it. It's weird. But I decided so, – again, this was a when in Rome situation. I'd already had cheese curds during the weekend. I was like, if I'm here and everybody raves about the ice cream, I'll have I, – I ordered a kid's scoop. Of the uh, pecan bourbon flavor at Chocolate Shop. And I totally get what they're saying. The ice cream is creamier. There is not a single abrasive bite. It's not... You know how, like, if you get ice cream that's, like, a little bit melty, then it's smoother? It goes down very smooth? That's Wisconsin ice cream, but with no melt to it. Like, it is in perfect condition, and yet it is utterly smooth going down that gullet. It, I understand why people say Wisconsin ice cream is better than ice cream and other. And I'm not an ice cream guy, but I get what they're saying. It was very tasty. Um, we also got lost in the state capitol building. That's a true story. We wow. we got we had no idea where we were. We ended up on their observatory deck, which was weird. <laughs> After it had closed, the guy's like, all right, come on up. You can look. It was nice of him. Um, uh, DJ Brown's going to join us in a couple of minutes. Notre Dame safety, Annapolis native. He will be here in town this weekend. His Navy host Notre Dame, like quote-unquote hosts. I guess it's not actually hosting, but um, you get it, in Baltimore at M&T Bank Stadium on Saturday. Uh, of course, Notre Dame coming off a huge win over Clemson. We'll talk to DJ Brown in just a couple of minutes. Uh, also, later on this morning, we'll continue our season-long celebration. Every week, we are catching up with members of the Super Bowl forty-seven champion Ravens team. Today, one of my guys, James Ahedigbo, Ravens, former Ravens safety We'll check in with us. Uh, Drew Forrester is going to stop by uh, the studio, apparently. I, I hear he did not blow up the radio station on Sunday. <laughs> I can't believe this. They apparently invited him back to do another show. Unreal. What the hell's going on over there? I got some questions about one of my other employers. But uh, Drew will stop by. We'll play Would You Rather Wednesday in a minute. Um, and uh, and maybe a surprise or two along the way. Who knows on a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. Nothing much news-wise. It was a bummer last night. I, I did watch almost all of the second half and overtime of the Coppin State-Georgetown game. Damn. Damn. High drama in the closing seconds. Coppin had a, as much of a seven-point lead late in the yeah, second half. They were. And then Georgetown had a five-point lead in the final minute. 
but Coppin was able to rally thanks to a couple missed free throws, and they were able to force overtime. Look, Georgetown stinks. Believe it or not, Cutis Wahab, the former Terp, does not appear as though he's going to solve all of, all of Georgetown's problems. I know it's very hard for everybody to believe as he goes back to the place where he they, started. They showed a graphic at one point. Like, the entire lineup is new transfers. So but, like, but the Cutis Wahab story is one of the weirdest stories uh, ever, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yes. ba- there to there, back to there. It's yeah. uh, with the, all right, and the love is gone. Gotta get right back to where we started from. Um, thank you, Martha Reeves. I, I am... I, I know Georgetown's terrible, but that still would have been remarkable for Juan Dixon and his program to have gone into the, especially playing the second game of back-to-back yeah. to start the season. Uh, unfortunately, they come up a bit short. They just never really, like the the drama of Mike Hood hitting a buzzer-beating three to force overtime, which you would have hoped would have kind of inspired them. It appeared to be the exact opposite. It appeared to be that overtime was when playing the back-to-back really caught up to them, and they just didn't have the legs to play another five minutes. Then Tark hit a three-pointer at the buzzer end of first half, too. That's right. Pretty, That's just, right. Uh, it was they, a, they, they look uh, it was a, They're an exciting team, at least. Yeah, they're an exciting team. They're a team mm-hmm. that, I mean, Patrick and I talked about that last week, that they are a team that's that's going to have a chance to be more competitive and and really competitive when they get into MEAC play. But, hey, look, Georgetown, Let's be. we have to be fair about this. Georgetown stinks. I have no idea why they're continuing the Patrick Ewing experiment other than, like, they just feel like they can't fire Patrick Ewing. I know he won the Big East tournament a couple years ago, so that, like, buys you something, like a certain amount of – but they're terrible. I mean, they are really bad, man. And they were one of the worst teams in college basketball a year ago. Um, they're just not good. It's a, it's, a, it's a bad sign for them, but I don't care about them, so it's what it is. Nothing else that really jumped out at me as far as news is concerned. I never got the opportunity to react to the World Series – I don't really have a take necessarily. I'm very happy for Trey Mancini, obviously, and it was. I'm I'm particularly happy that he doesn't have to carry the albatross that he didn't get a hit in the World Series or in the playoffs. I'm glad he at least got one, so like he doesn't have to remember. I I and I mean that like it, it, you're always going to be a World Series champion if you're on the team that won the World Series, but I do think it would be different if you didn't feel like you contributed in any way. And until Guriel went out, we needed Trey Mancini was not contributing. So I, I again making the defensive play in game four, getting a hit finally in game six. I just I feel like as small as it is, as small as those contributions might be, at least it's something. At least you feel like you were a contributor. And I think that makes it easier, you know, 30 years down the road to be like, yeah, I I didn't just take a ride to a World Series ring. I was part of winning the World Series. So I'm very happy for Trey, and I was happy for Dusty Baker. I heard the story that uh, Jerry Harrison told with, um, you know, Stan and Gary and you on Monday, and it was a very special story. I love Jerry Harrison. He's one of my favorite people. Um you know, and, and you could sense all of the people that know Dusty Baker, what that meant to him. I had been openly rooting for Dusty Baker even a year ago. Um, I wanted to see that guy win a World Series. Obviously, with Trey on board, it was easy for me to say I was rooting for them. I actually, truth be told, I think Christian Javier should have been the MVP of the World Series. Um, I get it. It's hard to give MVP to a pitcher who pitched once. Like, how do you do that? But, dude, the series... Was it completely changed because of that guy? 
that guy single-handedly changed the World Series at a time where the Phillies had all of the momentum in the world. I mean, we were really talking about a scenario where the World Series wouldn't get back to, to Houston. And that dude changed everything. So nothing against Pena, who was a revelation, obviously, in the postseason. I just think that truly the story of the World Series, as far as a player was concerned, was Christian Javier utterly and completely sucking the life out of the Philadelphia Phillies in Game 4 and spinning it back, guaranteeing that the series would go back to Houston, what that did to them mentally. I, I think he was the MVP of the World Series. But I get it. He pitched once, and so it's far easier to give it to a player that was more involved in the four wins for the Astros. And so Jeremy Pena, who, again, was a, just a flat-out revelation during the, the, the run to the World Series title, uh, ended up being the choice. I don't think I really have anything else to say about the World Series. I think I did that. Now we sit back and let the, the Orioles uh, go uh, spend a billion dollars in free agency, hopefully, in the coming exactly. weeks. That's yeah. what we're looking Trey for. Trey will get to rewrite another World Series story when he comes back. Yeah, to that's what we're talking about. I like it. Yes. I like it. Um, oh, and I, uh, Brandon Hyde, um, finalist for manager of the year. I didn't talk about that. Adley Rutschman for rookie of the year. I don't know that either one of them is going to win, but, you know, cool, cool. I even think we talked. Did we Were we on? We did the gold glove thing last week. Yes. We did, did yeah, yeah. Did a tidbit about it. All right, very good. Today's show also brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Use the code TAILGATE and you'll save $100 when you order your Ginsu Kamado Grill at ginsugrills.com. And don't look now, but the Ravens, not this Sunday, of course, but the following Sunday, they will be back home. And you can stop by the Game Day Firehouse, 1202 Ridgely Street, and see the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill in action. Sample some cooking. Register to win your own as well as $500 worth of grilling meats. Had to do this a little bit earlier on because they got to get ready for a big game on Saturday. Navy Notre Dame right here in Baltimore. Let's chat with DJ Brown right now on GCR. Coming up this Saturday, Navy Notre Dame right here at Baltimore's M&T Bank Stadium. Noon kickoff, and of course Notre Dame coming off a massive win over Clemson. Joining us now to tell us about that and his path from Annapolis to South Bend and now this Saturday in Baltimore, he is Notre Dame safety DJ Brown and he's with us on GCR. DJ, it's Glenn back in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you for taking the time for us. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, dude. Um, take me back. You're, you're a kid, born in Annapolis. That's your hometown. Give me the path. Yes, How, how'd you end up at St. John's in D.C.? How'd you end up at Notre Dame? Right. Um, so I grew up in, you know, Annapolis area. Uh, played sports. Uh, grew up for playing for Gork, which is uh, Gambrel's Odin- Odinson Recreational Club. Yeah, man. Um, right in Gambrel's, yeah. So I grew up, played for them from... When I was about seven years old, all the way up to eighth grade, um, and then uh, when high school came around, uh, I was big. I was a big baseball player as well. St. John's was good in baseball as well, so um, I went to St. John's for football and baseball. Um, it was a little bit of a hike, about forty-five minutes every day to school, but you know it was worth it. So, and then it ended up, you know, putting me here. At, at Notre Dame, and I'm happy for it. Tell me about how how Notre Dame. Came, were, were you the type of kid that like always dreamed of going to Notre Dame? Did you know anybody? Like, what was the path for you? Was it was it a no brainer, dude? If Notre Dame wants me, I I, I know where I want to be. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. So like when I was younger, like I was always a big college football fan, but I never really liked Notre Dame. Just 
I didn't know anything about it. Just never really liked it because you know a lot they, of people they get all the attention. Day. You're like every you're exactly. like everybody else until you ended up there. Exactly. You're like all the rest of <laughs> the country. Exactly, exactly. But then uh, when they ended up offering me, it was you know I was committed to University of Virginia at the time. Um, so when they ended up offering me, I was I wasn't really thinking about decommitting, but you know I wanted to give you know Notre Dame just a look because it's Notre Dame, great school. Uh, great tradition and great football. Um, so I came up here on an official visit and just fell in love with it, fell in love with the people, uh, fell in love with the tradition, just everything about Notre Dame. So I you know, I'm it. happy with the choice I made. Yeah. yeah, it's worked out okay for you. It's worked out all right. DJ Brown from yeah. Notre Dame with us. Um, I, I, I want to make sure that I'm not missing anything. I was I was looking over the past couple of years. This will be the first time for you coming back to play kind of at home or near home, correct, on Saturday, right? Yep, first time. First time playing in Maryland, D.C. area. Uh, we played at UVA last year. That was probably the closest game to home that I've had. What, what, what is this? Look, I get it's a big game, and every guy, game you guys play in is a big game. And, and heck, you just played in one of the most massive games that you're going to play in. But yeah. what does this one particularly mean to you to be able to come back here? And I'm... I'm going to imagine there will be quite the DJ Brown cheering section on hand in Baltimore yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah I've got about uh, 30 family members and friends uh, coming to the game. Um, and it means a lot. You know, I live 15 minutes from Navy, uh, grew up going to Navy games and stuff. So, like, it's always cool to play Navy. But, uh, like, you, like, the last, I think the last three times I've played Navy has been at home. So, this time it's cool to play them in Maryland. Uh, you know, I've haven't played in Maryland like you said since high school so you know it's going to mean a lot and get all my family to come and watch me so I'm excited. This is the important question growing up. Annapolis is really a battleground territory. There's a lot of both. Were you more Baltimore or more Washington in your fandom growing up? Yeah so I grew up a Ravens fan. Yeah! Uh, Yeah. My dad dad always, my dad had season tickets to the Ravens game so whenever he had a extra ticket or two he would let me come with him so i just grew up watching the ravens um always dreamed about playing in m&t bank stadium and i get to do it on saturday how, so I'm excited. how special is that man were you were you yeah, like awesome. i i don't know position wise if you were always thinking safety were were you a kid that grew up i, I mean i man i gotta really do the math on this i say grow up maybe you were too young like were you idolizing ed reed and ray lewis uh see when i was younger i was a running back so okay i was looking at guys like jamal lewis that was like one of my one of my Ravens idols. But of course like Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, um, I think Deuce McAllister. Like I know a lot of these these old Ravens guys that I used to grow up watching. It's cool, man. Um, grew up idolizing, yeah. What's it gonna be like for you running out of that tunnel on Saturday? Have you thought about what that moment's gonna be like? Uh, it's gonna be awesome. Just you know, like I said, I always dreamed about playing in that stadium. Um, running out the same tunnel that I've seen like Ray Lewis Ed Reed and Hall of Fame guys right now is going to be awesome. Just, I'm grateful for the, for the opportunity, honestly. It's really cool, man. That's really cool. DJ Brown is with us, Annapolis native, Navy, Notre Dame, coming up on Saturday. Um, with that in mind, DJ, growing up in Annapolis, did you did you go to Navy games? Like, is there a part of this? I mean, obviously they're right there. Did you did you guys ever go over and watch games at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium? Yeah, I've been to a couple uh, Navy games. Also, uh, went to a couple military bowls as well. Sure. Um, so. You know, I and then um, like our when I was younger, like our youth championships used to be at Navy as well. So I went to a couple of Navy games. I've played there a couple of times. So 
um, it's always cool to play Navy. That's cool, man. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, a hell of a night for you guys on Saturday. Um, yes, sir. You know, take me back to that and a team. You know, I think everybody knows your guys' story of of a new coach and some struggles to start the season, uh, coming off what was an insane year for you guys a year ago. What what flipped? What turned that you guys were able to right the ship and go uh, knock off Clemson on Saturday? Right. Um, so, like for the past two or three weeks, Coach Freeman has been saying like we're probably the best team that no one really knows about. Like we have great players, great coaches, great schemes. So. Um, I don't think it was, you know, something with our players or our coaches or anything. I think it was really just execution, you know. In the games that we lost, we probably shouldn't have lost. It was, we just weren't executing as well as we should have. Um, and I think everything's, you know, starting to come together. Uh, we have a, like, a lot of younger guys, too, that, that are playing. Um, you know, the most football they've played since, since high school as well. So I think it's about experience and execution. And, um, you know, I think the team's going to be great just going forward and, you know, we're going to finish out this season strong, hopefully with three more wins. Tell me about Coach Freeman, right? Uh, I think that he's a, someone that a lot of people are really excited about getting the opportunity that he got. And I remember seeing that video of you guys celebrating with him last year. Yeah. when and, and it was really kind of powerful to see something like that. What, what should everybody know about him and why he's so special and you guys kind of loved him so much that you had such a response to the news that he was getting the job? Right. I think Coach Freeman is just, an infectious leader. Um, you know, not only is he our coach, but he has a personal relationship with everybody. Um, you know, he'll go out his way to talk to people, ask how your family's doing. Um, and then something cool that he does too is just like every single practice, every game, he goes throughout the warm-up lines and uh, adapts everybody up, you know, asks them how they're doing. You know, little things like that go a long way for players, and, you know, it makes players want to, you know, play for a guy like that. That's cool, man. That's cool. I'm, I'm glad to see it working out for you guys. Um, DJ, you know, you made the decision. You had the opportunity. You could have left after last season. You decided to come back. What were the yeah. priorities for you as you wanted to use this extra year to get ready for an NFL career? What was it that this season you wanted to accomplish and, and better yourself for making that jump to the pros? Right. Uh, for me, I just wanted to, you know, first become a better leader just on the field. Um, you know, I'm one of the, we call them SWAT captains. One of the SWAT captains, um, you, know, you know, just be more vocal, be a more vocal leader. And then second, um, really just gain more confidence in myself and my abilities of what I can do. Um, you know, last year was kind of my first time playing significant time. Um, so then this year, you know, I'm playing a lot too. Um, so I, I guess that's like helped me build confidence in myself, you know, what I can do and, you know, hopefully propel me to the next level. Have you ever allowed yourself to like dream of the possibility of you maybe putting on purple in the future? Do you ever let your mind wander there at all? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, one of my, one of my good friends too is Kyle Hamilton. Of course. That makes all the sense in yeah. the world. Yep. Exactly. So that would be awesome me and him lining up together. How neat has that been for you to see? You know, he has really come on as this season has gone on. He's been playing some yeah. damn good football these last couple of weeks. What has that meant to you to see him start to thrive for the team that you grew up rooting for? Right. Uh, you know, I've just like since I've been here, you know, I knew how I had it in him. Um, you know, it might have taken him a little bit of time to adjust or whatever, but. You know, I knew Kyle was going to, you know, get it along. He's a fast learner, a real smart guy. So, you know, it's really cool to see him out there. It's also cool, you know, to hear stories that he says about the team, about the guys, you know, like how cool the team is and how cool John Harbaugh is. So, too. 
Man, that would be really neat. And what a story that would be if you guys ended up here together in Baltimore in the future. Yeah. I get it. You're going to be excited wherever it is. I understand that. But it would be really, really yeah. cool if it worked out yeah, this exactly. way. Uh, most important exactly. question, are you going to have time to be able to get like a crab cake or anything? while you're, you, have, you, have you talked to this, the crew, the staff, and said, hey, yeah. hey man, where's, where's the night before meal going to be? Have you had that conversation? Yeah, so uh, our nutritionist asked me, you know, some of the good spots in Baltimore to go to. And, you know, because I'm not really from Baltimore, I don't know the, the spots. But she had just told me actually today that after the game, um, like our post, we always have like a post-game uh, snack or meal, you know, to bring on the bus as we go back. Um, she said we're going to get crab cakes, which wow, is awesome. Wow, that's yeah. dope, man. Like that'll yeah. that'll really make it feel like you're home then at that point, right? Exactly, exactly. I don't. I don't really eat crab cakes from anywhere else unless I'm home. I mean, so. bro, you can't. I, I actually, I happened to be in Wisconsin this weekend for the Maryland-Wisconsin game, and we were at a uh -huh. restaurant, and they had, like, Maryland-style crab cakes on the menu, and I just looked at That's her and funny. said, dude, do not. Whatever you yeah. do, do not. <laughs> it's just going to make hilarious. you sad. There is no way that there is anything good about that. Hey, DJ, what, what can we plug for you, man, social media-wise, Twitter, Instagram, anything like that? Where can uh, folks back this way be giving you a follow? Yeah, so I'm mainly on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is just DJ Brown underscore twelve. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't really use any other social media. I get it, man. I'm I'm about ready to. Well, I'd like to try to cut myself from some of these <laughs> at some point soon. Um, DJ, look, you know, we're not gonna lie. We're Navy supporters around here. I'm sure you understand. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but we're going to choose to root for you and, uh, and hope that this story continues to be told quite well for you and uh, success as you move on um, through the season with Notre Dame and on to your own pro career. Uh, congratulations yes, on everything that you've accomplished at this point. Best of luck moving forward. Thank you so much for taking the time. Looking forward to seeing you out there on Saturday. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's DJ Brown, uh, Notre Dame safety, and Annapolis native getting ready to take on Navy this Saturday at M&T Bank Stadium. Today's show, actually instead of uh, doing a sponsor, why don't I just let you know that if you missed it, Dave Tremblay joins Stan the Fan Charles and Ross Grimsley on Monday for a great baseball conversation, the former Orioles skipper. If you missed it, you can find it at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports by clicking on the Videos tab, going to PressBoxOnline.com slash Video, or YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. Stan the Fan and Danny Black, uh, of course, uh, the Baltimore collector man, and uh, one of PressBox's own will be chatting a little bit later on today as well. When we come back in, we will continue our weekly reflections on the 10th anniversary of the Ravens winning Super Bowl 47 this week. My buddy James Ahedigbo is going to join us, former Ravens safety. That's next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit joinbaltimorecountypd.com or call 410-887-5544. 
two. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Glory Days Grill's Oktoberfest menu is now running. It's one of their most popular seasonal menus all year. It features the chicken schnitzel, the Oktoberfest brewer's platter, the brewer's sausage sandwich, the Bavarian burger with a pretzel bun, the cheddar ale soup, the slam dunk pretzels, and the apple cobbler. All of these meals pair well with Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine in or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Have you been to Guilford Hall Brewery? Located in Baltimore's Station North neighborhood, Guilford Hall Brewery breaks the craft brew mold with their great handcrafted microbrews and amazing Bavarian-style food selections. Join Guilford Hall seven days a week for Orioles, Ravens, and all of your favorite college games. Make plans now to watch the big games, play trivia, or bring your dog for yappy hour. They even have free valet service on Friday and Saturday nights. Go to guilfordhall.com for a complete schedule of events, beer listings, and food and drink specials. We'll see you at Guilford Hall Brewery. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Receive a free Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich offer card as a thank you when you donate to Toys for Tots on Saturday, November 12th at any of the 13 Baltimore area Chick-fil-A Stuff the Truck event sites. Be one of the first 50 people to donate and you will also get a free t-shirt. For a location list and more information, visit PressBoxOnline.com slash Toy Drive. Tune in to Simply the Bets every Tuesday and weekend at Bookies every other Thursday at 11.40 a.m. And if you really have nothing better to do, keep listening to this show, too. If you haven't picked up your new print issue of Press Box, you need to go do it right now on the cover. That's new Maryland basketball coach Kevin Willard. Inside, you can meet players, men's and women's D1 players from every program in the area. Our kind of college basketball preview edition of Press Box available right now for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox. Read it all at PressBoxOnline.com. Quickly, would you rather Wednesday scenarios are up at Glenn Clark Radio? That's brought to you by Glory Days Grill. We will get into that here momentarily. All season, we are taking some time every week during the course of the uh, football season to catch up with members of the Ravens Super Bowl 47 championship team and celebrate the 10th anniversary. It was great to have those guys back in town just a few weeks ago. 
This week, one of my favorite people from that team, this man actually, this is a true story, came up and co-hosted with me for two days at the Super Bowl the following year in New York. In fact, I remember when uh, I've legendarily told the stories of uh, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad and uh, Kid Cudi came over and hung out with us, and I swear to God, all they did was just stare at his Super Bowl ring the entire time. They were so excited to see it. Uh, he is former Raven safety and one of the, uh, the the best people I ever met coming through this city. My friend, Mr. James Ahedigbo, is back with us on GCR. James, it's Glenn. It's been far too long, man. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us. Oh, man, Glenn, thank you so much for having me. Man, it's great great to hear you, and uh, I'm, I'm, it's an honor to be on. Ten years, dude. Is it, has it hit you at all? Have you had a moment? Like, that can't be right. Isn't that insane how quickly time flies? No, I mean, 10 years. When we when we found out it was our 10-year anniversary, we were like, wait, you got to be kidding me. It feels <laughs> like it was just yesterday. Um, when, when you get the opportunity to get back together with these guys, like what – what is that like for you? What is that, you know, is there someone in particular that you hadn't seen in a while that it was particularly emotional for you to be back around? Well, just, just all the guys in general. Um, Terrell Suggs, Ed Reed, uh, you, you know, uh, Ladarius Webb, uh, Corey Graham. I mean, Brandon Abendasio, Sean Considine. I mean, just a list of guys. I mean, it was one of those things where once we saw each other and hanging out and talking, it was like we saw each other yesterday. It's, it's truly a, a lifelong brotherhood bond um, that's going to last forever. James, your story in particular is is always one of my favorites from that team, right? Like you a lot, arrived late in the game. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did you did you know that like it was guaranteed that you were definitely even going to be a Raven for the entirety of the season? Like, take me back to showing up yeah. right before the season began. Yeah. Were you like confident? Like, I I know I'm going to be here, or was it more like, hey, bro, this is my job right now, but Man, I don't know. In six weeks, yeah. it could end up being somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, you know, one one thing that was unique about that uh, that season was um, I started off training camp. Um, I was with the New England Patriots. Yeah, and you know that that year prior, you know, we beat Baltimore in New England um, and went on to the Super Bowl and lost to uh, you know to the Giants. But we had that you know tight you know tight tight game there. Um, and then so when I got released from the New England Patriots during training camp had like a foot injury. Um, and I had multiple offers from, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, Philadelphia Eagles, and the Ravens came. And I literally remember talking to my agent. And the second I got the offer from the Ravens, I said, tell the other teams, I'm not coming. We're going to Baltimore. Hmm. And so, and then literally got flown out to Baltimore from New England, didn't even have any of my stuff with me and, and got there. And one thing that I wanted was, to be around that atmosphere, um, those guys, the tradition, the culture, um, everything that the Ravens stood for, um, and watching them throughout my career and was like, this is a place that, um, you know, that I wanted to be. And mind you, I played for Rex Ryan with the New York Jets for, yep. you know, two years. And, you know, it was like, you know, Ravens 2.0. So he brought a lot of that culture, um, you know, to New York at the time. And so I was familiar with the defense, I was familiar with the style of play, and it was the best fit for me. And then, you know, getting into Baltimore, I just wanted—I was like a sponge. I wanted to learn everything I could from, 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 from Ed, from you know, all the guys that were there, uh, Terrell Suggs, all of them, and just what it meant to to play the game at a high level and play, you know, um, at a championship level. 
and then so getting into the training camp, it was a straight grinding for me and hard work. And then, you know, throughout the season, injuries happened where I had opportunity to start, yep. you know, five or six games for us and, you know, played really well. And, you know, Ed was like, man, you should be playing the rest of the season. You're playing so good. But, um, you know, just all, finding any way to make an impact, uh, you know, with those guys, that's what that season was about. Oh, you did a huge role on that team, as everyone remembers. James Ahedigbo yeah. is with us. Dude, what you're just talking about, I, I, I saw this tweet the other day. Uh, Kenyon Drake is with the Ravens now this season, and in, he had a big game on Monday night against the Saints, and he tweeted this, and yeah. it, it really stuck with me. He said, watching this organization through my career, they always epitomized toughness and resilience. It was an honor to help keep that standard yesterday, which is really an amazing thing for someone who's only been here for a couple of weeks to say about a team that he's playing for. You know, you were only in Baltimore for a couple of seasons, but the way that you talk about, you know, I, I don't know what it really means, but we constantly hear this about how different things are in Baltimore and how yeah. unique they are in comparison not to every team in the NFL, but to a lot of teams in the NFL. Can you kind of speak yeah. to that and what Kenyon Drake is talking about and the reputation of this franchise? Yeah, I, I would say better than any other team in, in the NFL. I mean, once a Raven always a raven and Kenyon drake is seeing that firsthand from the whole entire organization from um steve bashotti to eric dacas to ozzy to hardball um not too many teams in the nfl can you say their leadership is still intact from when they won a super bowl 10 years ago yeah and that says a lot about you know the culture and what it takes to win and develop that culture of winning and the tradition of family first that the Ravens organization has. And time and time again, um, you know, we see that and he's experiencing that because it's different. A lot of other organizations just treat you like a number, but the Ravens treat you like family. He is James Ahedigbo. He's with us on GCR. Um, James, it wasn't easy for you guys that year, right? We remember late in the season, things were looking really dicey. What, what allowed for that run to occur, um, starting with the Giants and through the postseason, why didn't that dip late in the year? Where you know it, it looked almost chaotic, right? You know, firing an offensive coordinator and and you know getting your brains beaten a little bit by the Broncos, right? Like, why didn't this team buckle late in the season when all of that was going on? Yeah, there was a lot. We dealt with a lot of adversity, a lot of injuries to key players. And time and time again, guys just stepped up. It was truly the next man up and an opportunity. And we just put our heads down and did the work. And then when we picked our head up, we were in a good position. Um, you know, diddle, diddle, Ray Rice up the middle, right? Yeah. San Diego. You know, there were so many different opportunities that we could have given up, but it built character for our team. And, you know, play like Ray Rice um, in San Diego we have a similar play with Jacoby Jones in Denver for the playoffs. So it's like we, we had to go through certain trials and we, we understood that we could do it together. So when we got to those adverse situations during the games, we just leaned on each other to make the plays that we need to make, you know, to, to win those games. And we just caught fire at the right time. But we always believed in each other. You know, we believed in lock the gate behind us and throw away the key because all we got is each other. Um, look, there, you know how this works in this league. Everybody's got an opinion, and everybody, there, even very successful coaches and players in this league have critics. That's the way that it goes. 
John Harbaugh's been a remarkably successful head coach, and yet there are still, for some reason, critics of the man. Um, One of my favorite stories about that season is what happened in the aftermath of the Houston game and the way he wanted things to go and a group of veterans saying, nah, dude, we shouldn't be doing things that way, and and how you guys were able to kind of meet in the middle. What did you learn about John Harbaugh in that moment, and what can you tell people about how – who he is as a man, as a coach, how he handles things that might still translate to this day as he's continued success. Yeah, Harbs, he's it's never it's it's never just about him. You know, he doesn't look at himself as bigger than the rest of the team. He looks at himself as the leader, um, you know, of the team. And so, uh, when we have veterans that are able to say, you know, this is what you know collectively is a better response for the team or how the team would respond and him being open to that response. It says a lot about his character. And at the end of the day, all that matters is winning. It doesn't matter about who gets the credit for it. It just matters about the W. And that's one thing that Harvey has always been about. He's always been put his pride to the side. He's loved, you know, from his heart, each and every guy. And he leads that way as well. And so I can't say enough about him. And I appreciate him so much uh, for everything that he's done for my career and just cool. the type of man that he is. Till this day, I can pick up the phone and call him, and he'll answer every single time I call wow. with no hesitation. Wow. So, um, you know, we have we have a great relationship, and it's just one of those things where that's just the character of who he is, um, and 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 he's embraced that in his role as the head coach in the Rams. You know, there's so many moments. Hall, Hall of Fame head coach, I should no, say. By the way, no question about that. I don't know. There's no debate that he is, of course, worthy of the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, James, there's so many moments, of course, in that season that stand out. You mentioned Ray Rice, obviously, in San Diego, and, you know, Jacoby in Denver. And, you know, I even think about that third-to-one throw from Joe to Anquan in the Super Bowl that was one of my favorite plays in the history of the franchise. But was was there a moment during all of this that maybe meant the most to you personally, that when you think back about that team that season – you think back about a certain play or a conversation or an interaction, whatever it might have been during the course of that 2012 run. Oh, there was, there was so many moments, um, you know, playing in new England in the playoff game. I mean, there were so many moments where, uh, you know, guys had to dig deep the Super Bowl, even, you know, prior to the Super Bowl when Ray came back against, uh, the Indianapolis Colts at home, his last home game. Um, and all the guys are lined up as he's coming out of the tunnel. I mean, there's there's so many moments to that season. Um, you know, the first time when I, I got the nod to start against the Denver Broncos and Peyton Manning, yeah. you know, coming into Baltimore. And I'm like, man, this is my first time starting as a Raven, um, you know, going into that game. I mean, there's so many, so many moments. But uh, collectively – just the entire uh, 2012 season um, and, and how it took, it was ugly. It did not, it was not a pretty season, yep. but ultimately it ended that way. And so that's, that's like typical Baltimore, right? We're, we're hard nosed, we're tough. Uh, we fight for everything that we get. And, uh, you know, when we get an opportunity, we make it count. All right, a couple quick ones with you uh, before we let you go, James. One, um, you, of course, were on the other side of things, as you referenced. I've talked to, you know, as we've been having these conversations every week all season, I've talked to so many guys about the heartbreak of what happened in Foxborough the year before and that how that kind of inspired them moving through that season. You, of course, were on the other side of it. 
um, did, did you understand what that meant when you guys went back up there yeah. for the AFC Championship game? Did you understand what it meant to yeah. the other dudes in the locker room after what they had experienced? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you, de- you develop a, a bomb through the dog days of training camp. You hear the stories of, you know, the preparation that guys were making and um, how it affected them and, you know, the, even the speech that Ray gave, you know, in the other locker room while we're celebrating in one, you know, the other locker room where Joe truly outplayed Tom Brady head-to-head and it just wasn't our – it wasn't their day. It just wasn't. Um, and, you know, for, for the approach to be looked at as, when you leave this locker room, you make someone smile. So always remembering that, you know, the game is bigger than just us um, and our role to impact in the game every opportunity we get. And so when, you know, I came to Baltimore, that was something that was hard to finish, finish what we started, finish what they were so close to. And even for me, we lost the Super Bowl in New England. And so I wanted to finish. So it was the same attitude of so close, but yet, you know, it slipped through our grasp. And so, you know, each week, you know, there's one, there's always going to be, you know, someone sad or upset about the outcome. And, you know, that week it was the Ravens, but the, the week after, you know, a couple of weeks after it was the New England Patriots feeling the same exact way of how close you were to winning the Super Bowl, but yet falling short. And so I wanted, you know, to finish as well. And it was, you know, just perfect timing and a great group of guys to make that happen. By the way, it's pretty powerful that you weren't even in the locker room to hear that speech, and yet it still registers with you to this day. Like, that's a pretty powerful statement about what Ray said that day and and how much it's carried with so many people over the years. Um, When somebody asks you, and I'm sure you know there's a few more polarizing figures in football in more recent years than Joe Flacco. Uh, When someone asks you about that dude, what, what do you tell them about your time with him and and what he did in that run to to guide you guys to the Super Bowl. Oh, James, we still got you. Oh man, I think we might have lost. Oh James. yeah, Joe. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, Sorry. I'm here. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, James. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Joe was a, a one double A guy like myself. You know, playing. You know, at Delaware, I played at UMass, and so we kind of had that chip on our shoulders. You know, both coming into the NFL, and so. Um, you know, the thing I always remember about Joe is, you know, he's, you know, cold as ice, man. Never too high, never too low, always even keeled and ready to deliver. And, you know, that season was one of, if not one of his best seasons yet, ever in the NFL. Betting on himself, contract year, laying it all out there, and then in the playoffs going, you know, 11 touchdowns and, like, no interceptions, maybe one, you know, throughout the run, you know, just playing lights-out football. Um and that, that was amazing. Uh, he was unbelievable. There's no doubt. It would lights out. Uh, ironic the way that you use that term. The Ravens were just back in the Superdome on Monday. I don't know if you watched the game. and I don't know if you had any flashbacks, of maybe. Of course. <laughs> you, they you, played like it, too. They were, oh, they were great. By the way, let me, let me just I'll, – I'll wrap with this. Your thoughts, what we've seen from them the last two games, right, both primetime games, yeah. 38 minutes of time of possession average in these two games. I mean, they this has been – pretty dominant both sides of the ball long scoring drives defense looking good when you see what they've done i get the saints and the buccaneers don't look like world beaters this season but do you look at that team and say dude that's that's a style of football that they can use to beat anybody in the afc they could they could make a run doing what they've done the last couple of games yeah well i mean this is a style of raven football where you play great defense and you run the ball effectively now, you know, everyone wants to see, you know, 
you know, the, the Miami Dolphins type of offense where you're throwing for a million yards and, and all of that. But every year, if you go back and look at the playoffs, that's how teams win in the playoffs. You know, the, look at the Tennessee Titans. You know, they've been effective, you know, going deep into the playoffs, running the ball first, and then complementing it with a great play action and downfield passing game. And then even, you know, if you look at the even Kansas City Chiefs, you know, when they get into the playoffs, they have to have the ability to run the ball effectively. And, uh, you know, the Ravens continuing to do that. I mean, I like it. We'll, we'll see, you know, what kind of holds comes up down the road, you know, in these next eight weeks and where we are. But um, I know the mindset is just going to be continue to play Ravens football. And then, you know, at the end of this thing, let's see where, where, the, where the chips lie, you know, as we, as we get ready for, for the playoffs. But if we continue to play the way we're playing, uh, we win our division, we have a home playoff game. That puts us in a right position to, to make a run at this thing. That's really well said, man. Uh, James, what are you up to? I know you've been busy being a dad for a few years. I remember talking to you how much – I don't know if you know that some of your the conversations I had with you about being a father really helped shape me uh, for when I became a dad yeah. a couple years later. But uh, what else you been up to? What are you doing these days? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we have four kids now, a two-year-old Elias, a, a four-year-old Jeremiah, and then Ava and Grace that are five and eight. Um, and then, so, you know, both myself and, and my wife, we own child cares, uh, kitty academies and believe it or not, kitty academies, uh, corporate offices right there in Abington, Maryland. How so, about that? Uh, we own, yeah, we own quite a few in and around the Houston area. Um, and, uh, you know, that keeps us, keeps us real busy. Enjoying, uh, the, the Astros winning the, the world series. I imagine it's been a pretty, hey, pretty you know, good week, right? Yeah. It's been a, been a great week. You know, that parade brought back memories of, you know, parades in Baltimore. That's so. cool, man. Uh, yeah, it's been great. James Ahedigbo, at James Ahedigbo on Twitter is how you follow him. Dude, you know how much I love you. You've truly been one of the great people I got to meet over the years in this city. Um, so, so much fun having you guys back a couple weeks ago and celebrating 10 years. Congratulations again, and thank you as always for taking the time for us, man. No, I appreciate you so much for having me, and uh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, you have, you you guys all take take care down there, man. And I look forward to us talking again and getting ready for Radio Row down in the Super Bowl. Love it, man. Let's talk then. All right, brother. We we'll appreciate you, James. Ahead of go, former Ravens safety, with us here on GCR, celebrating the tenth anniversary of the Ravens' run to Super Bowl forty-seven, and. You know, as a couple of people pointed out on Twitter already, I think it's it's easy to forget because of all of the massive names that were on that team, and everybody thinks about the the superstars. You forget what major roles dudes like James Ahedigbo played, Corey Graham played um, for the Ravens team in coming together to do just enough defensively in order to uh, win a Super Bowl. Um, James Ahedigbo was a massive pickup right before the season began. For the Ravens, as it turns out, turned out, and all the injuries they went through that year, um, he played a significant role for that team. Great to hear from him. Truly, one of my favorite people. Hour number one of today's show in the books. It's also been brought to you by your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can get the perfect. Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Drew Forrester is going to join us in studio because it's bye week, man. You regularly have to scrape the bottom of the barrel during bye week. There's no game to prepare for this weekend, so you've got to do things like this. 
Uh, we are going to play Would You Rather Wednesday, presented by Glory Days Grill, and we need your responses. I, I think I made a mistake. Normally, if I don't get them up before the start of the show on Twitter, I try to wait to the first commercial break. And instead, we didn't take a commercial break. We talked to DJ Brown, so I think I might have act, like accidentally been putting up the Would You Rather Wednesday tweets at the same time as we were tweeting quotes from DJ Brown, and I think they maybe got a little bit lost in the shuffle there. We got a bit of response there, so I'll reshare them here in a minute. If you missed them, I'll retweet them at Glenn Clark Radio for Would You Rather Wednesday. By the way, John Little Rock, who's planning on stopping by the studio tomorrow uh, since he's home right now, uh, m- maybe... He's just going to willingly... Like, just offering to also eat a mayo. and I would say if he does, we don't need to load him up with as much as we load Ken. Because we said a healthy amount for Ken. Maybe just a friendly amount for John and Little Rock, if that's the case. I don't, I don't understand anyone volunteering <laughs> to consume. Oh, but John's a mayo guy, isn't he? Don't we know that about John over the year, that he doesn't hate mayo the way that the rest of us do? That might be the answer. He might actually be looking forward to the opportunity to try a mayo and a mint apple jelly sandwich tomorrow as uh, KZ will be consuming one as well, paying off his bet. Um, As I was saying, Would You Rather Wednesday, get your responses in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, and I will reshare them here in a moment. Drew Forrester's next. This is Glenn Clark Radio. Have you been to Guilford Hall Brewery? Located in Baltimore Station North neighborhood, Guilford Hall Brewery breaks the craft brew mold with their great handcrafted microbrews and amazing Bavarian-style food selections. Join Guilford Hall seven days a week for Orioles, Ravens, and all of your favorite college games. Make plans now to watch the big games, play trivia, or bring your dog for yappy hour. They even have free valet service on Friday and Saturday nights. Go to guilfordhall.com for a complete schedule of events, beer listings, and food and drink specials. We'll see you at Guilford Hall Brewery. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. What's up, everyone? This is Tyus Bowser, and I'm excited to tell you that I'm back with season two of the Tyus Bowser Show in partnership with Pressbox and Great Ace Memorabilia. Join us on Tuesday nights throughout the season as I'll be heading all over town with my special guests. And of course, our co-hosts, Glenn and Rita. What is it, Rita and Glenn? What is it? I look forward to meeting you guys and talking a little bit about football and a lot about life. And if you happen to miss the show, you can now catch a replay Friday nights on 1057 The Fan. Get all of your details for the Tyus Bowser Show right now at Pressbox online.com slash bowser the next tyus bowser show is tuesday november 15th at mother's north grill in timonium it's brought to you by maryland vascular specialists and the all-new ginsu kamado grill Sports betting has come to Maryland, and we're ready to help you win some money. Tune in for Simply the Bets every Tuesday morning at 1140. Fendel Sportsbook GM Leon Twyman and VEASAN's Aaron Oster join the guys every week to give you all of the info you need and offer you a few winners. And every other Thursday at 1140, tune in for Weekend at Bookies as Andrew Stecka and Alloy Sports Brad Cronthal help make you some money for the weekend. So come win some money with us on Simply the Bets every Tuesday and Weekend at Bookies every other Thursday. Brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. Watch at YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. 
Glory Days Grill's Oktoberfest menu is now running. It's one of their most popular seasonal menus all year. It features the chicken schnitzel, the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, the Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, the Bavarian Burger with a pretzel bun, the Cheddar Ale Soup, the Slam Dunk Pretzels, and the Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine in or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites take home. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. Check out Jeremy Kahn's daily picks at PressBoxOnline.com as he tries to find you daily winners. And speaking of winners, here's a man who once won a media curling contest. And I don't think anything else. He's Glenn Clark. All right, it is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Today's show also brought to you by FanDuel. You know legal sports betting online is coming and via mobile here in the state of Maryland. And if you've missed it, there are going to be lots of opportunities for you to decide who it is that you want to register with to do your sports betting, and there will be plenty of offers that you'll be hearing about. And PressBox is going to be your source for the best offers and sign-up incentives. And that starts right now, as you can get a $100 pre-registration credit from our friends at FanDuel by going to PressBoxOnline.com offers. That $100 credit is in addition to the new user promo that you'll get when they go live. I was trying to explain this to somebody yesterday. I don't remember who it was. But, like, it's not... You're going to get $100 for signing up through PressBox. And then on top of that, FanDuel's going to have more offers for you as well. This is a great chance for you to get... As long as you pre-register, that's the point. If you wait until it goes live, then that's going to go away. You'll still get their offer but you're going to lose out on that $100 pre-registration bonus from doing it through pressboxonline.com slash offers. So again, pressboxonline.com slash offers. Right now, $100 FanDuel pre-registration bonus credit, pressboxonline.com slash offers. Um, from Jeff. Jeff says, Glenn, some of us care as much about uh, your stories well, that's sweet of you, Jeff. Some of us care as much about your stories as we do about the majority of sports stories right now. Look at this guy wandering in. This is Lee's McRae College. What the hell is that? Um, that being said, I feel like you have not talked at all this week about Odell Beckham. That's not true. We've talked about Odell Beckham, haven't we? Yeah, with uh, Kadri. Yeah. yeah. What the hell is yeah. he talking about? <laughs> we definitely talked about Odell Beckham. We talked about, yeah, Kadri Ismail, out. On Odell Beckham. I uh, was fighting with people on uh, Twitter afterwards yesterday about Odell Beckham after he said, I am not interested, and everybody got mad at him, and he was going back and forth with some of our listeners yesterday. Who needs Odell Beckham when you have DCN Jackson? Who? DCN. DCN? Who's DCN? Oh, Deshaun. I, I know. I know. I promise you. I know. Who need, Who's who DCN? Need, who needs Who's Odell Beckham? Guy? You do have – well, you kind of have him. He got hurt. Not sure. If <laughs> I you, saw that. Not sure if you heard. It was like the first half. Get, like, uh, I get Deshaun Jackson questionable with a hamstring. Yeah, yeah. The good news, he'll probably be available in two weeks. The bad news, he'll probably be available in two He was two all right. He, he looked serviceable yeah, to me. He had a yeah. catch. Yeah. Well, they only threw it to him once, I think, or twice. Drew Forrester. They, they threw the one to him on the imp- impossible play that Jackson made when he fumbled oh, the ball. Oh, that's insane, right? And it's the greatest. It's by the way, the greatest incomplete pass in the Deshaun history. Deshaun Jackson of almost caught it. It's the greatest incomplete pass. How about the play in the Bills Jets game where they didn't call pass interference when it was one million percent pass right. interference, and it went right through the guy's hands anyway. Right through it. 
right through it. Drew Forrester, DrewsMorningDish.com, is here in studio with us on a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. So you didn't burn the radio station down on Sunday? You, no, it went everyone, great. Everyone survived? It went great. Well, we, wait a second. Who said that? It went great. Until we, who said it, it took went, me until 2.20 to start talking about the guy that ate all the rotisserie chicken in Philly. Well, hang on a second. We're going to talk about him again here in a minute. <laughs> it took me until 2.20, and I'm great, like, okay, I've had enough of this. Greatest sporting hero in, in, in history. Oh, do you know about the big... 40 straight days. Do you know about the big scandal from last week? No. By the way, I, no. love, I love Stan. I'm very appreciative of Stan coming in here on Monday and hanging out. But I tried to do a segment last Friday on this show. Stan sits in on Fridays now. Okay. Tried to do a segment on the show last Friday, and he was just not interested. <laughs> was just not having it. You know, there's a big, a major sports scandal that's that's gone on recently. I've not heard. You know, remember we had the fishing scandal from a few weeks ago. Okay. This one, I think, might be. We had, the, of course, the the chess scandal, which rocked the world. It was the best. We might have an even bigger sports scandal on our hands. Okay. Did you know there is now perhaps rampant cheating? It's called Baggate. Bag? Baggate. Baggate. In professional cornhole. I don't even know there was Huge, huge scandal on our hands. The American Cornhole League World Championships in August. Devin Harbaugh complained that rivals Mark Richards and Philip Lopez were using bags that were smaller than regulation during the finals. Which were broadcast live on ESPN. And as it turns out, he was right. I love it. But so was he. I do love that. Everyone. They're deflating the footballs. That's correct. Everyone is. Everyone's deflating. I love it. Everyone was they using found bags out. too small. The dude accused his opponents of cheating. And then as it turns out, he was cheating. I think that guy is using a cork bat. Yeah, right? Well, let's, let's go ahead and take a look at yours. Uh, do we have I, to? I, I, <laughs> do we need to? I right love now? it. Major cheating scandal. It's completely rocked. It's a professional cornhole. I don't know if the sport will be able to survive this. I don't know if that that's great. Be the case. I love it. Hey, uh, speaking of a story, I haven't I mean, had a chance. You, you don't think the Astros were cheating in the World Series? Of course, because of the because the of what's his face. One hundred percent were. But they all do that. That's what I mean. They like, all do it. That dude, that would. But I thought the deal was that, like, you want the pitchers to do that. I thought this goes so back to the. That, it's funny, uh, without saying who, but I've talked to someone. Uh, you're going to know who it was, but okay. I've talked to someone who's uh, in the big leagues who says, dude, if you gave me the choice between the pitcher having something on his <laughs> fingers to grip the ball. I, I do know who it is. You want, you, like, you, why can't you just say it? I know. Do you want the pitcher to, you want the pitcher to grip the ball better or right. worse? Correct. 1,000%. Give, give me the guy throwing at 98 who can grip it. So I saw people trying to make a big deal about this, but I, I never got like the sense that it was cheating as much as it was the other thing, which is, the th in fairness, baseball. There, there was a lot of opinion about whether baseball did the right thing by banning these you know substances, whatever you want to call them, sunscreen, right. whatever the guys were doing. A lot of people have the opinion it was, the mis it was a mistake by baseball to make that decision because it wasn't about cheating. Yes, they were getting some more spin, but they still wanted going from all to nothing instead of having, you know, a substance that, that pitchers could use. Right. Because it's not just your friend. I think it's a lot of people that said, no, I want the pitchers to have control over the ball. Right. I, I want them to, but to be baseball's, able to. Baseball's contention would be the more spin, the harder the 
the more spin, the more difficult it becomes to hit the baseball. Right. The less home runs are hit, the less girls come out. And that's that is the important part because, as we know, player. chicks dig the long ball. Right. We've heard that. A but time uh, but I, I'm I'm just saying, like that's baseball. Baseball's contention is anything that's done to diminish the amount of home runs, they're not in favor of. AKA, I mean, they. You think they were thrilled about what the Orioles did? Baseball. You think Major League Baseball was thrilled that did the they Orioles the moved back? No. Of course not. So. When these pitchers can put more spin on the ball, can grip the ball better, can throw more off-speed stuff, get batters out, baseball doesn't like that. By the way, th- this is too good for me to not check. I'm sorry. John Proctor checks in. Oh, Lord. If anyone knows about undersized equipment, uh, it's Drew Forrest. Uh, I mean, <laughs> come on, John. It's pretty please. good. It's, right. a, pretty, it's I mean, a pretty good one. What, 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 what's <laughs> he do back? Hey, what? go ahead. <laughs> do you use that one on 105.7? back? In, what time does he do back wait, in Boys wait, Town? Way, are they really inviting you back? I think so. Did they not? Li- I, I, did they not listen? Or? I don't know. I, I don't think, think so. They said I was better than you. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. First I mean, of all, in all fairness, I, if I you, were you, you, it took if, you seven weeks if, to quit. If I were you, I'd shoot a little hot. It, it took you I'd seven. Aim, it only I'm took a, you seven shows to quit. I was over there last night, or whatever the hell night it was. <laughs> um, I haven't quit Proctor. yet. Proctor, Proctor, you're funny when you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Get them all in. Go ahead. I got a question for you. Oh lord. Do you like the taste of Coke? Uh, I. Now, that's not the joke. That's, that's not the standing joke. Anyway, I'll use it when appropriate. Okay, when appropriate, you go ahead and right. use it. I appreciate it. All right, uh, a couple things for you. One, just because we're talking about baseball, uh, let me go here. What Do you... Trey Turner. But really... But that's who I want them to get. Okay, separate that. Whatever you want them to do versus what do you actually think they're going to I do? I think they're going to get a shortstop. <laughs> I, I think the obvious guy they're going to go after is Correa because of his history with Elias. And, you know, I don't know what – I have no idea what any of these cats are commanding or asking or wanting or getting. He he would be cheaper than – he would be cheaper than Turner, right? I mean, Probably. Turner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turner's going to be a $35 million player. He yeah, is. I assume so. He made $21 right. million this year, and he killed it. He, Correa's not a $35 million player. So maybe they're going to say, hey, for – for 14 less points on his average and 12 less home runs and whatever, we'll, we'll give him 22 million. I don't I, know. I'm not. I'm still. I think my my official prediction. You genuinely is, believe they're going to spend big money on yes, a baseball player this I offseason. Do. I'm not as convinced. I, I do, of that. and I and the reason I believe that is they are now. Can't even believe I'm saying it. I got a lump in my throat. They are an attractive entity now, and they weren't five years ago or three years ago. Yeah, they are. You, if you're, if there are a lot worse places you could go and make 180 million dollars over four or five years than Baltimore now, they're going to win. Okay, they're going to win. I, I, I understand that Dude, argument. Correa went to Minnesota, under, but okay, but Minnesota was supposed to win this year. But they like, went to Minnesota. I, I understand that, but he went there for one year. He went there for. You're talking about signing someone to a legitimate long term. I think they're going to real money contract, and I'm going to continue to say that until they do it, I'm going to assume otherwise. Okay. Right like now, I, w- I guess I would. The caveat to this would be that, that maybe, and this is a morbid thing to say, like maybe they don't, maybe they're not in a position to do anything under the current yeah, ownership there's, there's structure. A, there's I'll, a bit I'll leave of awkwardness that, right? there. Yeah, I mean, like we can't ignore that. There is a good bit of awkwardness involved with that right. situation. Right, I can't get around it. Right, but I, I, I think 
all things being equal, I think they might really make a big play for Correa. I'd love to see them get Turner. He would be the guy. If they gave him, like I said to the day in my, in my website, like I, I, if they gave me the blank check, he's the guy I would go get. Look, I'd, I have, I'd and I don't know what you do with Mateo then, whether or not maybe he's an a, attractive trade thing with someone for mm. a pitcher. Like I don't know. Mm. It, it, it's kind of hard to dump a two twenty hitter. It's just, I mean, like there's so much to like about oh, Jorge I, Mateo, but, but he can't hit. We, we were you were really hoping that what you saw in July and into August, you were like, man, maybe this is this guy is the real. It's just yeah. a hard sell. He's not it's Derek a hard. Yeah. Well. Eh, then again, who is? He's better. He's better. Then again, who is? Yeah, Jeets. Yeah, Jeets. Then again, who is? All right. I love, by the way, speaking to Jeter, I love how people denigrate him, and he was a career 300 hitter. I mean, and, and people annihilate him. I, I, I think people annihilate him. I think what they're really annihilating is the way he's treated. Like it's, He hit 300 for his career. That's fine. It's utterly absurd that ESPN made a seven-part documentary about it Derek It should Jeter. have been nine. Stop it. Stop have it. Have you seen him? <laughs> Your obsession with Derek Cheater is really freaking <laughs> weird, man. It is absurd. No one in the rest of the country cared more than maybe one episode. No one should wear number two Derek ever G- again in Major League Baseball. You retired Jackie yes. Robinson. This you is, ought to retire this, this is, number. This is who you're going to be. This <laughs> you're, You've chosen this route. Retired this is what you're doing on 105. Retired Derek Cheater's number. This is the this is the route you've chosen to take. Number two, two, life. two. Derek, Derek, oh, Cheater, God. Cheater. God. Um, Number two. You think any of these guys are going to get into the Hall of Fame, by the way, on this ballot? Uh, read them off to me. Uh, Bonds? Clemens? What, what, is this the real ballot or some no. other weird no. one they, they came up with? they are off the real right. ballot. So tell me what this ballot this is. This is, they, they did this a few, this is, remember they when They made Harold, a committee of former steroid users who might have been good enough had they not used steroids. Remember the Harold Baines got into the Hall of Fame. And Which, with all due respect, because we were born in the same hospital, is a joke. I Harold don't, Baines belongs in the Hall of Fame about I as about as much as I, Bobby Gritch does. I don't disagree with I mean, you. Come on, I don't disagree. This is the contemporary baseball era Hall of Fame ballot. I love it. Sixteen has always been the number. They don't actually say this in the story, but sixteen has always been the number of voters. You need twit, and the voters have always kind of been all over the place. Okay, like this is not the same. It's not just sixteen writers. Sometimes it's been writers and Hall of Famers and other. Who knows who the sixteen people are that are on you this? You got to get twelve of sixteen. Got to get twelve of sixteen in order to get in. Okay, uh, this who, is who are eight, some, so eight this guys. This is how eight Harold guys, Baines got in. One of these, these I don't know if it was called the same thing. I don't know if it was called the the contemporary but, but, baseball. But one era. of these, but adjunct, one of these, right? It's also how other guys have gotten in over the years. Uh, uh, Ted Simmons got in on one of these, uh, uh, which again is a joke. Um, go ahead. I'm trying to think of who else got it. Lee Smith got in on the same one that Harold Baines got in on, and then the managers a couple years ago. Remember when they put in? Or Sherholtz got in on one of these, okay. and uh, Pen, was it Larusa? Larusa La no. Cox Pinella? and no, I think it was Larusa Cox and uh, Joe Torre all got in on one of these ballots as well. The, these are the eight players on the ballot. All right, here we go. Albert Bell, who's obviously not getting in. Okay. Barry Bonds. By the way, Albert Bell for a decade Nobody's was maybe one of the most feared hitters in baseball. Correct. He's not getting into the Hall of Fame. His career totality, besides any debate about cork bad or whatever, besides that, his career totality just did not rise okay, but, quite to being but, Hall but of But I'll fame. debate that with you. In what way? How much longer would he have had to have played to get in? At the because what he did for 10 years should be 
what he did for 10 years, if you extrapolate that over X years, and that's my question, this is a geometry question, or is it calculus? I don't even know. How many years would he have had to do that to get in? Finished with 381 home runs. Okay. So and he played thirteen years, but ten he, that he mattered. Pl- he pay- played twelve seasons. Ten that ten where he was one of the best hitters in baseball. Correct for ten years. Okay for, uh, for eight years. It it wasn't for ten years. For, okay for eight years he's one of the best so, hitters in baseball. So Don Mattingly, for, by the for way, ten years wait, he was wait, really wait. productive. Don Mattingly was one of the best hitters in baseball for seven years. Correct in seven years and is not in the no Hall no, of no fame. right. So so you got this guy. Okay so keep going. So ten, by the way, Don Mattingly is on this. This ballot. Okay, so for 10 years, Albert Bell, so keep going, numbers, 381 hits. Uh, 381 home runs. Uh, 381 home runs, right. He was a 295 hitter. He was okay. damn near a 300 okay. hitter. He slugged 564 okay. during that stretch. What else do you want to know? What was his... Um, what was his... Um, he uh, here's a, here's your best argument, right? Your best argument is that for his 162 game average for his career was 40 home runs and 130 RBI. That was his 162-game average for for his career. Um, You you tell me how that's not a Hall of Fame baseball player for 10 years in the American League. I'm not sure. Well, in his day, day, it probably wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, I don't think think that matters all that much that it was in the American League. Well, I don't know. I've always looked at American League hitters. I've I've always thought there were better hitters in the American League overall, and and then your but comparisons I are But different. I don't know that the pitching was better in the American but League at that point. But you're right. That's that. Uh, I mean, I, I, would, I would say that almost would okay, be. Keep going. The other argument that you make is how much of that was he DHing? And I got to go check. It was not the bulk of it that he was DHing, but he was not a plus player in the outfield. He was not offering That's you okay. anything. It's not nothing in trying to when you're trying to close the gap. Well, that's how Scott Rowland. I mean, that's Scott Rowland's thing. Well, I, and by the way, I think it's a great argument for Scott Rowland. For example, Albert Bell's. If, if Scott Rowland doesn't go in the Hall of Fame, it's like the cars not being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, I don't disagree. Shut with it down. You. I don't disagree. Scott no, no, Rowland no, no. is I, a Hall I, of Fame baseball. Player. I think he's a Hall of Famer, but I disagree that it's egregious if Scott Rowland doesn't make the Hall of Fame. But here's the based on some of these other cats that are here's, in there. Here's here's the argument for why <clears> you're going to get shut out on this, and Albert Bell's not going to sniff it. Scott Rowland was a career seventy WAR player. Albert Bell was a career 40 war player. Albert Bell's war. not sniffing. You and the rest of these no, nerds. Dude, you're trying to do the thing where you pretend like part of the game doesn't matter. You where and the rest of these nerds. If you're a zero defensively, you have to be so extraordinary. He was for 10 years. For 10 years, he was but a really so good offensive player. So go back to my question. Player. How many years would you have needed him to do that? He would have had to have done it probably for five more years. Oh, my God. Probably yeah, for five more years. he does it for five years. more years, he's one of the five best players ever. Maybe. But he wasn't going to do it for five more years. He was already kind of tailing off at the end. You and the rest of these nerds, I you swear. You keep saying nerds. Why is it okay that someone was a zero defensive? This is how people like Garrett. This is, I, you're this not is how people like wait, wait, Garrett. Wait, wait, don't worry about Garrett. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's fine. He's got other things going on. that window up, by the way. Why is that window down? What? It what? feels weird in here without the window open. I mean, open when the sun's in your eyes in a minute, you can enjoy that. I have some light in here. We're, we're fine. Believe it or not, we're making it by. <laughs> I know it's not go quite ahead. as good as go. Drew Fours on 105.7 The Fan. He wants me to look at Calvert Hall. There you go. There you go. Stare off and look at Calvert Hall. Who won? The, oh, uh, they won, right? The soccer? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was insane. Dramatic. All right. Hang it was on a, a second. Hang on a second. Go ahead. Um, Albert Bell's not sniffing. All right. So but go, you, you can go, keep, go you next. Can keep you on Okay, go next. Uh, Barry Bonds was the next one on the list. And ultimately, it just I comes mean, down to... This is such a... This... I don't know, man. Like, this is just such the... I don't want to liken it exactly to Pete Rose because I think in Pete Rose's case, 
that Pete Rose is a is an absolute non-starter. He gambled on the freaking baseball games. Bonds, I I I do I I will listen to your argument, even if I wouldn't vote for him. I would listen to your argument. Look, I, I've said before I would vote for him. Like I, I, I don't I think, would. I don't think I would. Um, and it's it's not even all that too nefarious. I just wouldn't vote for him. Just because he used, or because of what was the nefarious part to you? The using and the disguising and the lying but, and the and, and, and that that's probably the thing that got me the most. That, just the lying. But Dude, what, we all know you were doing it. I I don't. I just don't understand how it matters. Look, I. It, to me, it's a sham now. They they put David Ortiz in the Hall of Fame. It's a sham that they put David Ortiz in the Hall he of Fame. He was Big Poppy. Thank Is you. Is there anything funnier than when he interviews someone? Like he interviewed the what's the third baseman's name for the Phillies? It right, was, um, uh, Brome uh, or yeah, Brom that, or Bron, yeah, whatever his name yeah, is. Uh, Bone, Bone, whatever it is. Bomb, and bomb, it's bomb. And he goes, God. They, and they and they're like, we're, we're going to talk to blah blah blah. And he goes, hey, hey, how are you? It's Alex. Hey, listen, great at bat. Well, what were you thinking? And then they go to whoever the other person was, and and they say, yeah, yay, hey, it's uh, and it wasn't, but hey, it's Paul Molitor. Hey, let me ask you a question. And then he goes, was Frank Thomas? Was that? Yeah, him? it was Frank, yeah, Thomas. Frank Thomas. It was Frank Thomas. Yeah. And then he goes, who, by the way, is about as interested in being there <laughs> right. as I am in going over and washing cars at Loyola today. Right. Like Frank couldn't. Is that what care. you're doing? Frank couldn't care less. But here's the funniest part. This is the last part of the interview. Hey, Alex. Hey, it's Big Poppy here. Listen, and he calls himself Big Poppy. Right. He doesn't even. Yep. He 100%. calls himself that. But it's but it's a sham. Now. But anyway, they they put him in. It's a sham that they did that. Like and you're you could, saying it's a sham because his numbers didn't support it, or because of steroids? Because he was a steroid user that gotcha. wasn't nearly as good as the other guys that were steroid users. Gotcha. He was he was not. I don't scam. know that he was half the baseball player that scam, Gary Bonds was. Scam likely. Okay, you want to say hello? Uh, oh, oh, you, you no. should. You but should I, do. But you I should made, do your bit. I made someone scam, cry. Scam likely, likely, uh, likely. I made I made someone cry the other day in um, uh, in India. I'll tell you about it later. Okay, it was really right. funny. Um, I made them cry. Here, here's the rest of the list quickly. Roger Clemens. Yes. It's a, oh, it's a. I look, man. I don't like Roger Clemens, but it's a yes. Please tell him who's the star here. <laughs> Who is that? We've been trying to figure that out. You didn't have lunch. I, I keep Wait, waiting man. for the ratings did you, bonus. Did you have lunch with John Colson the other day? I didn't have lunch with John Colson. Yeah. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. So John Colson's got lunch for me today, though. Oh, he does? Yeah. Our nice. friends at well, our friends at the Baltimore area Chick-fil-A restaurants have provided lunch, which oh, I nice. appreciate. I don't, I don't, oh, I don't know if we've got anything for you, though, oh, unfortunately. Figures. I'm so sorry. It's, it's okay. I got uh, Sullivan's the other day. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. You I got the old filet. Come on. Just let me get through this segment, Clemens. I mean, I'm going to say the same thing, right? He, he, it's not just the juice; it's the line. Uh, trust me, I don't. I think Roger Clemens is is awful. I think he's reprehensible. Keep but going. Keep he's going. a Hall of Famer. Keep, like, what are we doing? I want to let's argue about someone that's worth arguing about. Mattingly. This is the same thing as this is the same thing as as Bell, but on a lesser scale. But in, in if you look at his seven years, and I'm doing this blind, and you can you. You admit that. I don't have anything in front of me. This dude's seven years were as good as anyone's ever been for seven years. But you have to be Sandy Koufax or Pedro Martinez and, during and that stretch. That's he was pretty close he to that wasn't dude for seven. That. He wasn't that. He was really good. I don't know, man. He was man. really good, but he wasn't that. He wasn't rewriting the way that we look at uh, be a hitter. Over, he was damn good. No, he was really but he good. wasn't All right, that. Keep going. Uh, uh, Fred McGriff. 
Fred McGriff will eternally I, I, be the toughest I, one because the argument is always five more home runs and he's a Hall of Famer. Because he hit four ninety five. Yeah, whatever. It was five. I believe it was five that he came up. So four ninety seven. Four ninety three. Yeah. He okay. hit seven more home runs. He's a Hall of Famer. So there's only one guy right that ever hit five hundred who's not in. Well, there's a few guys, but oh, they're, they're steroid users. Oh, oh, oh right, yeah. right, right, right. And like, there's a few of them. Right. Um, I was thinking of Palmero. Right. There was I mean, some, Palmero did something though that no five, one else. Five hundred and three thousand. Maybe Palmero that's, had that, that's that's what yes. I'm thinking about. Yes. No right. one's ever done that but him. Uh, no, a couple other guys have five hundred and three thousand. Five hundred that, that aren't in. Oh no, that aren't in. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what 100%. I mean. Yeah. Anyway, um, McGriff. I, I mean. I don't know, man. I, you you got to really think about it now, right? You you hit 493 home runs. You and you we're not putting you in. That's now again. Somebody's going to make an argument. They think that he might have been using steroids or something like that. I'm sure that has something to do with it. But okay, guy hit seven more home runs. He's in the Hall of Fame. And what was his bad average of his career? 260. He was a career 284 hitter. That's pretty good. That's really good. Really good. Yeah, fifty more hits in his career. He played in an era where there were so many great first basemen that he kind of lagged. By, like there was Frank Thomas and Jeff Bagwell, and like you just never got to where Fred McGriff was the premier. At no point did we ever say Fred McGriff was the premier first baseman in baseball because right. there were so many good first basemen at that point. Palmero. He also played for a lousy team for the most part. For what McGriff? I mean, yeah, Atlanta was pretty good. Yeah, but I thought he spent... He spent uh, a good time in Milwaukee, okay. yeah. But, like, he got to Atlanta. They were pretty good. Okay. All right. Keep going. Um, Dale Murphy. I assumed Dale Murphy was in the Hall of Fame. No, nah, and that's been a hotly contested one because he's been very aggressive about, you know, he didn't use steroids and the whole thing. I almost... I mean, what are his numbers? Uh, Murphy... 2,700 hits. I got to pull it up real quick. Maybe not that many. Two-time hits. MVP, if I remember Two-time correctly. Two-time MVP, 2,700 hits. <laughs> 2,111. How many? Ooh. Yeah. Only, not, only 2,000 not. hits? Yes. 2,000. Okay, well, that's why. He's 398 right. homers. 20, yeah, 2,111. 2,111. 20, oh, it's too bad it wasn't 2,112. That was a great mm. Rush album. Mm. There you go. 398 home runs. One more hit. 1266. One more hit. Maybe. Yeah, if he has one more hit and he has 2,112 on the nose. Then you have to, right? <laughs> you just you don't have a choice. Exactly the way that I mean, works. You're, talk, you're talking about one of Rush's greatest albums. Palmero um, and Schilling are the other two. <clears throat> I want Schilling in. Why? Would you please tell this guy? Yeah, I, but I am interested. Why do you why do you care? Won a couple Cy Youngs. I think he deserves to be in. Well, the the shilling argument would be the postseason. Yeah, his regular season his was reg- very tepid. Yeah, he was fine as a regular season pitcher. The argument and, and for that's all he was is the postseason. I think great postseason performances should be recognized in so in sports. Andy, so do you think Andy Pettit should be a Hall of Famer? Mm. I mean, this is the, wait a little I, bit. I think Andy Pettit was a better pitcher than Kurt Schilling. I actually think Andy Pettit was a better pitcher than Kurt Schilling was too. This yeah. is the problem with the people that have tried to make Kurt Schilling's story be about you know some of the reprehensible the things that he said or or the fact that he likes Donald Trump. He wants you to believe that he's not in the Hall of Fame because of Donald Trump. The reason he's not in the Hall of Fame is because he was a borderline case to begin with, and he has said some truly reprehensible, awful, terrible things. He's not a good human being. There are pl- I want to make this abundantly clear. There are plenty of Donald Trump supporters that are in the, Don- the Baseball Hall of Fame. There couldn't be more Don- Donald Trump supporters in the Baseball Hall of Fame. The list is never ending. His problem isn't his politics. His problem is he's said really reprehensible things, and he wasn't nearly enough of a slam dunk to begin with for him to get in. I- I'm still torn on Kurt Schilling. I'm, you know, if he gets in, is it a trap? Well, I always say this. I used to... 
I've always said this about the Hall of Fame, and this right. is why it's, I think if you can't say yes or no. If you can't say yes yet. the first time they're on the ballot, then they're then they don't deserve to be in. Like, so, is this guy a Hall of Famer? He's either a Hall of Famer this year or he isn't. And I I've actually most of the things you say are stupid, but that's one that I've always thought was. There was something to it. He's, about, he's eligible to be in the Hall of Fame. No, I get it. Is the, he a Hall of Famer? The way that we look yes. at things. Yes. Okay, good. No, the, then he isn't going to be next the year. The way that we view statistics has changed in baseball, and there have been guys who have been who have benefited. Tim Raines stands out significantly from the way that we changed. Felix Hernandez won the Cy Young one year. He was 13-12. and 12. I understand. He, he's going to be a Hall of Famer That would someday. have happened once upon a time because Correct. we believed wins and losses were the yeah, stat If he mattered. went 13-12 and 12 in 1987, right. he'd have finished 15th. Correct. Whereas you Bart- wouldn't even been on the ballot for Bartolo M- Cy Young. Cologne won a Cy Young. Or was it Cologne? Maybe I don't, there was a. It might have been Cologne. Somebody won a Cy Young in a year where they weren't that good, but they just happened to be like twenty-one and six in that year. Try to figure out who that is, Griffin. Um, I don't look, feel like that was. I don't think it was Cologne. I don't remember who it was, but I feel like it might have been a Cleveland pitcher. I feel like it might have been somebody in Cleveland. Well, I, I'll, 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 I'm assigning. Well, and what do you mean it. by not that good? Their ERA, like their was, ERA 3. was like or, or like, like somewhere around four or something well, like that. That, that right? never happened. Like it, I'm not saying. I, I know. You know what I mean, right? Like they didn't. They were not the best pitcher that year. They just happened to have an insane record. And it's always the case. Did Cologne ever win a Cy Young award? I don't know. If, I yeah, don't he know. did. The year he did won he? it, he was 21 and seven with a 3.48 ERA. So that's, that's what you're there you go. So you go. There you go. Uh, what year 21. was that? 2005. And everybody goes back to 2005 and says, look at Rick how many. Rick Helling won 20 games one year with the Rangers. It did happen. <laughs> the, the Orioles tried to then sign he did, then, then he didn't win 20 games. Uh, they did sign him. Then he didn't win 20 games for the rest of his career. Oh, they didn't sign Sealy. They did sign Helling. They, didn't sign, they tried to sign Sealy, right. and they didn't sign him. They were on the same team together. Um, um, so, I, I, look. look. To me, Bonds and Clemens are, I'm sorry. You ha- they have to be in the Hall of you, Fame. And I'm so not you, sorry. Why so you know what I'm going to say to all of these guys. I may even write about this tomorrow. Yeah. Um. I would put and, and here's my answer to Oh, you've always said I've it, always said this. Yeah, right. If you we'll put you in if you're willing to have your Wikipedia par, right, opening paragraph right. noted on your plaque. Okay. So so I, I get I, I've I've always you've always said that. But it's not going to happen. So now what? Then no. Because I've they put to, David Ortiz in the Hall of Fame. I have to be. A, they put him in. Put, put his plaque in there too. But they didn't. Put his plaque. in If there David too. Ortiz is once, going to be in the Hall of once Fame, once destroyed a telephone and bought. But, but, but if you can't put that, what? What's wrong with putting that on their plaque? This is a, because are you going to put everything that everyone's ever done on their plaque? Are you going to put on everyone's plaque? Um, got a, got pulled got arrested for DUI. Are you going to do that for everyone? I don't think that that's. I, I don't think that's the – it's not what you're trying to accomplish. You're trying to tell their history as a baseball player and why they weren't in originally or why they've been stymied, why it took 14 years. Why, you're, but do you think we don't know that? <laughs> like, why does it have to be on the plaque? Garrett's son won't know it. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Like, when he takes his kid to Cooperstown and these people Do you are think that this young wall, man isn't capable of explaining to his son – you think? He is, but you know what? We'll what? get in the way. His agenda. Oh <laughs> no! Ag- He's trying I'm, to put Kurt Schilling in the Hall I'm of Fame. I'm saying you let your kids go there and look at the wall, and decide for themselves. Okay. Okay. You, you right. kids are right. unbelievable. Uh, us kids. <laughs> I'm about to be forty. <laughs> us oh, tell kids. me about the Chris Farley thing. Oh yeah. All right, quick. We'll do that. Uh, we got to let uh, Lisa Scott Dwanchek from uh, Chick Fil A is going to call in in here in a minute. 
Um, Are we eating or not? Yeah, we'll have food too. Okay. And we got to do Would You Rather Wednesday. We got, and we, we should probably talk a little Ravens, I guess. We should probably do that at some point. Um, yeah, I was in Madison, obviously, oh. for the football game. And this is, I don't know is if it you know. Public knowledge where it is? You, uh, public knowledge? I wouldn't say it's public knowledge okay. where it is. No. Um, so so the story was I was supposed to go to New Orleans. Wife didn't take Tuesday that, off. Right, her so we boyfriend decided, couldn't make it down Exactly there, so. right. So we decided that we were going to go to Madison instead for the Maryland game. because we turned had, out great. Oh, yeah. To hell, hell of a game. Football game stunk. The weather was worse, right? Like the whole thing. How'd the quarterback do? Yeah. The whole, oh, my they, Lord. If you had been there, you would have understood why they weren't throwing the football. It right. was terrible. Okay. So we go out there, and I, you know, we have things. I, I'm going to go to the football game. Um, she wants to go see Bl- uh, White Christmas is a, a the musical okay. is playing in Madison, right? So we we agree to those things. We're gonna take a break. Everything's gonna be fine, Griffin. Settle down. Everything's gonna be all right. We got food. We're good. We, we are professionals. I promise you, we got this. Uh, Chill. Be careful with that. I'm I'm loosely still a professional. All right. All right. So I'm looking up things to do in Madison, and all of a sudden it strikes me, like as I'm just. Was Chris Farley born in Madison? Like, was that where he was born? He was I'm actually like, born, wasn't he in, from Fond du Lac or something, something like that? Something like that, right? right? So I'm doing, I'm in the, Ma- so I start looking it up. I'm like, yeah, he was born in Madison. So I start saying, like, is there a Chris Farley thing that I can go visit? got to be there, a bar somewhere. Is there Chris, a, right, is right. there a museum? Is there something like, by the way, there is, should be a museum. Is he really dead? That's like, a fair question. Right, that? all of these right. things. So I'm just searching things, you know, Chris Farley, is there a Chris Farley museum in Madison, right? And I come to a website of take the Chris Farley tour of Madison. Done. And it's just all of these various things. Where he grew up. Exactly right. You can go visit his high school. I did that with Springsteen like 15 years ago. You can go visit all of those things. We didn't do all of them, right? Like, and I was was really upset because the bar that they said is actually a brat. It's like literally a, a, a sausage shop. That he just hung out there all the time. He hosted events there. That sounds weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> really weird. Um, but then they said, by the way, like he's buried in a public cemetery. Um, it's in the mausoleum, so you got to get into the mausoleum. But he's it's public. Like you can go. And so I said, well, I went and saw you know Jim Morrison's grave when I was in Paris. This means way more to me. No offense, I love Jim Morrison. Easy, right? But this means way more to me. I mean, Chris Farley's legitimately my hero. Right. Um, so yeah, I just I said to my wife, I'm like, look, this is a big deal to me. I want to go. Awesome. I I wrote a note. I, that by I the, saw that. That, that was is great. maybe the the corny part of it, right? That was but great. like, no, I was I loved it when we because we didn't know where it was in the mausoleum. Like we right. got into the like. By the way, the, most of the doors were locked, so I had to find uh, going around this mausoleum looking for an unlocked door. Right. Found one, got in, and we didn't know where. There's nobody tells you where it is in the mausoleum. So I literally turn a corner and I just look up and I see his name and I, dude, I. I, I sh- love it. I like shook I love for a second. It. I love like, it. I legitimately shook. Right. And then I sat there and I said, you're going to make fun of me. I looked at my wife. I'm like, you're going to make fun of me, but I would really like to go back to the car and get a piece of paper to write him a note. That's awesome. And she was like, really? I'm like, I- I'm surprised that hadn't gone viral. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, the weird part to me is like Jim Morrison's grave, of course. Oh, it's. Every day. There's right. a thousand people stopping by and dropping things off. Who was the Lizard King. Understood. Nobody yeah. was there to go see Chris Farley's grave. Like nobody. Right. There, there was no public anything right. like i just i went on i wrote a little note about what he yeah, meant to me that I, was awesome i taped it up it was a really meaningful moment for me man That's like cool. it was a really you know like i know it's it's a dumb thing like i they, how do you feel they, about they it, missed the boat though they should have buried him somewhere in a van down, down by, by the, the river. river and you know it's really funny you said that because my right. I, I i i asked my I mean, wife how funny would that have been if they would have actually put a van uh, here's a down here's, by a river somewhere and I'm like come on man really they missed it I, I asked my wife if she would be willing to just watch, like literally for the 30 minutes before we just watched nothing but sketches. 
So we right. watched Matt Foley. Uh. We watched Chippendales. We watched Mount Gay. Like we we watched right. all of it. Right. Like. Um, Got ourselves a real Bill Shakespeare here. Uh, oh my God! And uh, yeah, it was, dude. It was really emotional. Awesome. It was really That's cool. emotional. Man. That's cool. Like it was a really emotional moment for me. She looked at me. She's like, "You're, you're crying." You. Yeah, right. It's like with you. you have no you idea. You never cried in our wedding. You and you're like, no idea. Yeah, actually, I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, about I got the bill. About right. ten minutes before. Yeah. You just weren't there. Yeah. Well, what am uh, I doing? It was neat. Right. All right, when we come back in, we're going to check in with my, our friendly Scott Dwanchik from Chick-fil-A. they got a huge thing they're doing on Saturday. Um, better involve us eating. Well, we got we got food as well. Right. And, and we're going to play Would You Rather Wednesday. That's on the way. Drew Forrester is here. Drew'sMorningDish.com. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Receive a free Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich offer card as a thank you when you donate to Toys for Tots on Saturday, November 12th at any of the 13 Baltimore-area Chick-fil-A Stuff the Truck event sites. Be one of the first 50 people to donate, and you will also get a free T-shirt. For a location list and more information, visit PressBoxOnline.com slash toy drive. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit JoinBaltimoreCountyPD.com or call 410-887-5542. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, New Maryland basketball coach Kevin Willard sits down with Stan Charles and Glenn Clark to discuss the situation he inherited in College Park and how he plans to get the program turned around. Also, inside, we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from all of the teams in the area. And Bo Smoker profiles Ravens receiver Devin DuVernay. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today join glenn at halftime of every ravens game for the project game day halftime show at facebook.com slash sports we apologize in advance there's not much we can do about his face. All right, Drew Forrester is here. Drew's MorningDish.com, 105.7 The Fan. Quick reminder, our next Tyus Bowser show will be coming up one week from last night, Tuesday, November 15th, 
We will be at Mother's North Grill in Timonium with Tyus and a special guest. Great to see Tyus back out on the field this Monday night against the Saints. Come out, hang out with us. It's all brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialists and the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. The Tyus Bowser Show is a partnership of PressBox and Great Eights Memorabilia. Find out more, pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. Uh, we have a bounty in front of us uh, as our friends, the Baltimore-area Chick-fil-A restaurants, have stopped by. I am very happy. Um, I got uh, my, my berry salad as well as a, a jug of Chick-fil-A sauce, which I am extraordinarily pleased to have. That makes me very, very happy. It's a big week for our friends at the Baltimore-area Chick-fil-A well, I can't do this because I'm going to just eat this great food and you can talk. Uh, well, that's not fair. How do I eat then? Mm. Well, you don't have to eat. I, I'm here. to. I'm the star. I eat. You do your thing. Wait, what? <laughs> How does that work exactly? I've got I know you got Chick-fil-A Chick chicken in front of me. I understand that. Uh, this Saturday, Chick-fil-A has been doing this every year. The Baltimore area Chick-fil-A restaurants um, have been taking care of some folks that need it in our community, and they are thanking you for helping them out as they do. Joining us now from the Baltimore area Chick-fil-A restaurant, she is one of our great friends. She is Lisa Scott Dwanchik, and she is back with us now here on GCR. Lisa, it's Glenn, your biggest fan. It is always great to catch up with you. Thank you for taking the time for us, as always. It's my pleasure. I appreciate I, it. I oh. hear you're enjoying some Chick-fil-A. Oh, I love Whenever I hear those words, I know my day is getting better. Oh, I love that so much. Uh, yeah, Lisa, thank you. This is a bounty that you all have uh, uh, supplied for us, including I got my own personal bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce, and the boys have been trying to fight me for it, but they are not getting it. <laughs> this is going home with me, and it's going to be better than any Christmas present that I get all year long. This is very meaningful well, for me. That's wonderful. It's like that in my house at the dinner table, too, amongst my, my kids. <laughs> one of the best decisions, and you guys have made a lot of good decisions. I want to make that abundantly clear. This is one of the best decisions you've ever made, selling bottles of Chick-fil-A sauce, because um, I, by the way, it's eight ounces. Uh, it might not last me the week, for the record. <laughs> it might not last me the week, this bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce. Lisa, more important than obviously even the wonderful food at the Baltimore area Chick-fil-A restaurants, uh, you guys have long partnered with Toys for Tots, and you got your annual Stuff the Truck event coming up this Saturday. For people that don't know about it or know how they can benefit from helping out, uh, what do people need to know about the Stuff the Truck event? Awesome. Yeah. Actually, there's three ways to participate this year. This is our third year uh, partnering with the U.S. Marines and Toys for Tots. And this Saturday, November 12th, we have 11 Stuff the Truck event sites across Central Maryland. Anybody who drops a toy off at any of these donation sites worth at least $10, they will receive, as a thank you for their generosity, a chicken sandwich digital offer card. Um, and then the first 50 people who donate will get a Chick-fil-A T-shirt. We have activities going out at these uh, events. It's a lot of fun. And we definitely want everybody to come out because you're going to be supporting the kids right in your county. Uh, it's No, it's a wonderful thing to do. It's absolutely. And there's and 13 locations, correct? At 11. 11 oh, locations okay. this year. Thank you. Thank but you. there are other ways to, to support. So, First of all, make sure people understand that it's not at all of our Chick-fil-A restaurants. We only have 11 sites set up that are sporadic throughout Central Maryland and cover all the counties. But you can also, if you can't make it out on Saturday, which we hope you can because there's other fun stuff going on, you can donate online and we will send you that digital offer card in the mail. Oh, that, okay. So those links, yep, the, the Stuff the Truck link and the um, online wish list, 
is on um, your website, I believe. That's right, pressboxonline.com slash toy drive. We have a list, the Mall in Columbia, Chick-fil-A Forest Hill, Chick-fil-A Owings Mill Square, Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square. That's where I'm going right after this. I figured that was probably the case. Well, Steve Pavlovsky. Go, go there on Saturday and support stuff in the truck for I'm toys going and today, cons. tomorrow, Friday, yeah, you, Saturday. You do, that's what? fair. Um, the West, <laughs> the Westfield Annapolis Mall in the J.C. Penney parking lot, the Village at Wall Chapel near the Clock Tower, the East Point Mall lot right next to the Chick Fil A at East Point Mall, Pasadena Crossing next to the Chick Fil A there, the Five Below Eldersburg Crossing Shopping Center, Chick Fil A Lansdowne, and the Snapbox Self Storage in Abingdon, of course, very close to the Chick Fil A location, right there as well. We'll all be collecting for the Stuff the Truck event, and as you pointed out, there's an Amazon wish list. Um, that we have linked to as well at pressboxonline.com slash toy drive. And you can go there and you can purchase toys that can be donated for Toys for Tots as well. That's right. Last year, 8,000 toys. We'd love to beat that this year. Wow, that's an amazing number. And I have no doubt that that number will be surpassed. Um, it, it's, it's a really wonderful thing. And I know it's something that means a lot to you, Lisa. That partnership, how long have you guys been partnered up? with Toys for Tots and the Marines, and, and why is it something that means so much to the area operators, the Baltimore-area Chick-fil-A restaurants? So there's 45 Baltimore-area Chick-fil-A restaurants, and we have amazing operators who really care about the communities that they serve. This event was actually started when the pandemic started. We had other plans to partner with Toys for Tots in a different way, and with the pandemic, um, we decided that, you know what, let's make these stuff a truck events where people can ride by and drop it off and not have a lot of contact, and same thing with the wish list. Well, it was so successful, and uh, the Marines were so thankful in what we were able to bring in that we've continued it now, this being our third year, and um, it is just a win-win for everybody involved. Participants get their sandwich cards, the kids in your own county because we take these toys to the individual counties and i mean it's just a win-win for everybody involved all right i i do you know i i am a nerdy fan as you know lisa i am i am (laughs) i've i've spent the to the closest uh a hundred i would say i've spent six billion dollars in my life at baltimore area chick-fil-a restaurants um (laughs) what do we got to do to keep like spicy nuggets like how, how do we how do we go about making that like do i need to write somebody do i need to get you know we just had an election we have some new do i need to write my local politicians like how do we go about you know that? there's always something there's always something that leaves and people are concerned and worried and sad but then there's always new things that come up and they are so happy so i would say just um you know continue to be patient and that menu will always be designed uh, in your favor all right i it's it's difficult for me but i guess i guess <laughs> i will be willing to do that just, just i guess hug your bottle of chick-fil-a sauce oh i'm just- gonna i'm gonna <laughs> hug it and hold it tight i see these these boys are ready to come over and fight it they're like we want a little for our nuggets say, nope nope they're gonna steal it if you're not careful a thousand percent it's gonna play out that way uh lisa what time can people start getting there on uh, to drop things off on saturday so it starts at 10 a.m remember the first 50 people get a t-shirt in addition to who donate get a, a t-shirt in addition to their um chick-fil-a sandwich card and then it runs till 6 p.m and then if you want to donate on the online wish list that runs until december 10th uh, there you go. And again, pressboxonline.com slash toy drive is the place to go to get all of your information. Lisa Scott Dwanchik, uh, I know uh, holiday season just around the corner. I happen to know because I do it regularly that when you guys get together for like family cookie baking day or whatever it is that you're doing, you are going to 
seriously improve that experience by letting it be uh, catered or at least going out and getting a nugget tray or five might be the more appropriate number <laughs> for your family get-together. Um, love everything. Appreciate you as always. I uh, really want to make sure everybody gets out to help stuff the truck on Saturday. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for sending over some gifts as well. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, and happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you. The very same to you. Lisa Scott Dwanchik from the Baltimore Area Chick-fil-A Restaurants checking in with us here on GCR. All right, uh, Drew, uh, quickly. I might eat the box. The actual cardboard? Mm -hmm. Just because it tastes like Chick-fil-A nuggets? Thanks a lot for Colson and taking the sandwich that I wanted. <laughs> a whole situation in here. It always works out that way. You always say to the guy, yeah, right. just seriously, you just whatever you, want, what you whatever want. want. And they always take exactly, exactly what, what you, you want. Well, you should have just taken it then. He, got me, he took me to Sullivan's the other day for a steak. I don't it's really weird. He's never. It's so funny because every time he says, do you want to go out for lunch? Like, don't get me wrong. He takes me over to Glory Days, and I love Glory Days, but he's never well, he's never said, let's go out for the... The the 40-ounce tomahawk. I don't know That's, what the... It's a really strange... You make your own You can make your own assessment of that. Did you go, you go surf and turf, or what was the... How that nice little afternoon bottle of vino. Huh. It was nice. It's weird. Yep. It's just really... really I said to him when we got there, I'm like, dude, what's the limit today? He's like, ah, 200. I'm like, okay. Really? Yeah. Huh. Huh. He's a good man, John. Yeah. No, I bet he is. He's not I, really I, that I funny to you. It, it, what? It seemed like... <laughs> It's weird. I was I was getting that idea. It's so strange how that worked out. All right, it's time for would you Actually, rather? You won though. You got the Chick Fil A. I did. I yeah, got. I got. Are you keeping the Chick Fil A sauce over there? Are you serious? That's mine. I, I, I mean, this you is may have, sound stupid. You what? Is it open already? I don't know. How would I know? What are you doing over there? That's mine. That's I've, mine. I've never tasted this. What? Wait, wait. What the? Griffin, you may have a small amount. I'm, I'm, I'm I've drunk. never tasted Chick Fil A sauce. I want you to look at me right My now. My family has it. Look, hey, look at. Stop. Look at me right now. Okay. Small. I talk to my sons about this all the time. You may have a small amount of my Chick Fil A sauce. Just put it right here. And then you will be giving it back to me because it is mine and it is going home with me. Do put you understand? Okay. I've okay. never had It'll it. It'll definitely go home with you. Yeah. I've never let, had it. Let Let Drew taste. Is there a French fry or something you can you can dip yeah, in yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Let him have a very get, get small. That all organized. And there. I mean very small taste because that is my bottle of Chick Fil A sauce. It's mine. Pipe down. Shut up. This is important. Things that actually matter around here. Would you talk more about golf? We are talking about men's issues. Chick-fil-A sauce. Um, let's play Would You Rather Wednesday, presented by Glory Days Grill. Would You Rather Wednesday. Uh, scenarios are up is at Is that a milkshake? Point. I don't know. I think it's is. a lemonade. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I would think. Uh, I took one already. So I would bring my milkshake, but it would bring all the boys to the yard, of course, so I can't have that happen. It can't be the case. Too young, you're too old. Okay. No, no, no. That's I mean, yeah, I got it. Right. It was good. It smells like a fireplace in here. It smells good. It does suddenly It'll smell do a that, little yeah. smoky in here, and I don't like it when that happens. I don't love it. smells great. It's not the I computer. don't love when it smells smoky. No, I love here. it. Is this that like, like a the candle? Fourth, I don't know what it is, but it's about the fourth time that it's happened, and it's a little unnerving when it does. Just a little. It looks like, um, it looks like, um, Thousand Island dressing. It's it's not Thousand Island dressing. Okay. Chick fil A sauce. That was way too much, by the way. It's more like. Uh -oh. I'm going I, to. I'm going that? to fight you. Uh -oh. I'm going to fight. Yeah. It's like honey mustard. It's better than honey mustard. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Give me that Drew. bottle and you go get another one. I swear to God, you ain't getting this bottle. This is really good. I'm putting this bottle in my pants. That's the way oh, it's going. Geez. So nobody. Can Margaret will be shocked by that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? She'll down be like, there? holy cow. 
All right. Uh, All right. We need to transition. Proctor definitely. Settle it. Settle down. Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you by this Glory Days. It's really good. It's like honey mustard. <laughs> Drew Forrest, you're tasting Chick-fil-A sauce for the first. What are you, 105 years old and you've never had Chick-fil-A sauce? Never. What do you get? Like when you get nuggets, what do you get? I just eat them. Like I just ate those. Okay. So if you put sauce on your sandwich, you're a psychopath. The sandwich is perfection. That's what he just did. Yeah, I put you're not allowed. Not what only you're not allowed to have any sauce. I thought he had nuggets. Sauce. Not only are you not allowed to have sauce anymore. You're not allowed to have Chick Fil A anymore. You don't deserve the privilege. You're five. Year, by the way, you know what else Chick-fil-A we found out yesterday? Because we're doing TikTok videos now. <laughs> so we we're talking about what. Um, I don't know if you cared about the election or not, but we were talking about for people that do care about the election. What's your go-to stress eating snack? What's, what would be number one for you on your list? What's your go-to stress eating snack? Like if you if you actually care about NyQuil. a game. <laughs> If you actually cared about a sporting event, let's just say the Capitals were playing the Flyers mm. in the playoffs. I'm not looking forward to that this year. Multiple overtime game. What is your go-to stress-eating snack? I don't know. I I just don't get that worked up anymore about sports. Um, then go back 10 years. I'm thinking. Act like a human and be able I'm to thinking, reply to the question. Maybe Captain Crunch. <laughs> Captain? You just go to a box of Captain Crunch uh-huh. and start. That's why I wound up not liking Michelle Obama. What's that have to do with anything? Because Michelle Obama said that, that Captain Crunch should be taken off the shelves. And I said, we should take uh, you off the shelf for saying that. Moron. I, wait, do you Captain eat, Crunch is the greatest thing do ever you invented. Eat Captain Crunch for breakfast? No, I just, I, we have a box of it. And yes, because that would be hand, childlike if you did and that. And I just dip my hand in there. And you just go shove your fist right into a box yeah, of like Captain Crunch. like an adult. Crunch like an adult. And drip <laughs> Captain Crunch into your mouth when you're stressed. Yeah. You know what? That's almost as bad as Griffin. Right. Sometimes. Almost. Gri- Griffin's answer was regular ass pretzels. Just goes and take a bag of pretzels. Scam. Dips it. Yeah, it's probably a scam. Dips it in nothing and just eats regular plain ass pretzels as his go-to stress-eating snack. What, what do we, this is what we... Okay. Uh, I mean, pretzels... Anyone, why does anyone listen to this show? It's a scam. Why does anyone listen to so this show? So, did you get the... Have you, any either one of you this week, received the MacBook Pro scam? No, I haven't From Amazon? I got about five more calls from Dan Cox. Apparently, I, oh, apparently not quite enough. Poor Dan, you should have made about four million more of them, and maybe you'd have come within three points. Jesus. I mean, that was a complete ass kicking. My God, I realize it doesn't matter if you win by one vote, right, or right. by a hundred thousand. I yeah, get it. Yeah, Maryland, you, Maryland, Wisconsin just called and said that was half thrashing. He just got run out of the gym. Correct. Um, so I get this. I get this text the other day, and it says um, your card has been charged. For twenty two thirty eight ninety eight from MacBook Pro and gives me an order oh, number. All right. Now, well, you congratulations. The first, thing, your, your the first thing I think is there's an outside chance <laughs> that you no. were up late one night. And no, no, no. There's an outside maybe a, chance. Once you had glasses of wine and you ordered a computer. Total outside chance. My wife could have ordered this right, for fair. Ethan. That's a, a, sure. Outside chance. Send her a quick text. Did you order a MacBook Pro? <laughs> no. Well, he's about ready to go off to college. At no. This point. Explanation. Exclamation. 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 No. 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 No problem. And now I'm bored, and it's Monday night. The Ravens are playing at 8.15. It's 5.45, and so I do what you should never do, and I call these people. To, to say what? And exactly. I, I call them, and I say, I received a message just now about a, a computer, and I did not order it. 
And he says, oh, we're going to fix it for you. I said, awesome. How do we get this done? Because I didn't order this, and I need it deleted right now. I need this deactivated. Mm -hmm. He said, no problem. Give me the ID number. I give him the ID number. He knows my name. Okay. He knows my... Social security number? No. He knows my name and my and, and has First of all, both of the addresses that I've used right. to order Amazon. I think this is a mistake because I think you gave him too much information. No, no, no. He knows it. He knows everything. But he didn't, you confirmed it for him. No, I didn't say a word. In fact, I told him I didn't know who that person was. Mm. He goes, this, this was ordered by Drew Forrester. Do you know him? I said, no, I don't know him. That's why I want it deactivated. He said, well, what is your name? I said, my name is Bill. What's your name? And he told me some name. And I said, I want this deactivated. He goes, okay, here's what you have to do. You have to go to an Amazon store. I said, let me what tell you something. What the hell is, though? Like, they have grocery stores now, I think. I said, listen to me. Right. I got my 87-year-old mother here. Now, my mom died when I was 24. Yeah, yeah. I said, I got my 87-year-old mother here about ready to have a coronary because she thinks that this is on her credit card. And I want that off of her credit card immediately. You have to go to Amazon store. I said, my mother is 87. She can't drive. And at the end of this call, I won't bore you anymore, he was crying. <laughs> Did you say something about his, about no, his he, mother? He was crying because right. I said, You're, you guys are going to give my mother a heart. You have a mother? I do have a mother. I said, my mother's on the couch here in tears about right to have a heart attack. Jeez, he was crying. You're a, I'm, I made the scammer cry. Are you proud? At of, the end, I asked him second. for his number. Hang on a second. When, uh, when, when you're Calvert Hall golf players come to you today and say, Coach Forrester, is it okay to lie? What do you uh, I would say it is what do you say? say It is not. Yeah. Unless (laughs) you've been scammed. Unless you've been scammed. That's what you're going to say. By some guy in Bengali. All right. uh, uh, would you rather Wednesday at the end he was crying. He was sniffling on the phone. Would you rather Wednesday is brought to you by Glory Days Grill? Glory Days Grill has six ninety nine apps every I was just there on Monday. Wait, what? I thought you went to Nah, that was a scam. He was on the phone call. That was a scam. Hey, you're lying all over the place. That was a scam. I had about eight iced teas over there with John Colson. I went to bathroom till four in the morning. Uh, Six ninety nine apps after nine o'clock every day of the week. We had the smoky thigh wings. Oh, they're perfect. I mean, they're just he had never perfect. had them. What? He had never had the smoky thigh wings. I'm like, I, I, they're I'm, unbelievable. That's why I introduced them to yeah, him. Yeah, they made a good decision there. Right. And they are included on the six ninety nine app menu every night after nine o'clock at Glory Days Grill. GloryDaysGrill.com. Would you rather number one. What do I have to eat? Oh, I had uh, chicken tacos. Not bad. Never good. Not bad. Uh, would you rather number one? Would you rather the Ravens make some news this week? They sign Odell Beckham for this year and next year. Mm. Or Beckham signs with the Chiefs. But the Ravens do make some news as well, and they lock up Roquan Smith long term. Oh, I'll take Roquan Smith. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be pretty hard to beat the Chiefs in the postseason. I'm not sure about Beckham. I mean, I, I mean, it was pretty helpful last year. Eh. No, if you remember, he was pretty freaking. Helpful. Why is he signed now? Because he was hurt. Well, somebody's. Why is anyone taking a chance on him? They're trying to. Well, when are they gonna? He's waiting and deciding where he wants to be and letting. Give me. I'll take Smith. Okay, he, but I will say it's been this: overwhelming, you got to get rid of the eighteen. <laughs> sure. It's I, really I, hard for me to take I you agree seriously. With that. I agree with it's that. It's very hard for know, me to take I you. Know, he looked pretty good the other night. Wearing first, number eighteen. First half he did. It's very <laughs> difficult for me to take you seriously if you if you're wearing eighteen. He looked pretty good the other night. All right, number first two. First half. Uh, you brought it up earlier. I did. Yeah. I, I don't know what the scenarios are. I don't know why, but you have to wear eat. a real number for a linebacker. Stop. You have to eat a plain, full, grocery store rotisserie chicken in one sitting. It's my wife. 
Uh, I'm on with Glenn Clark. All right. Yeah. Tell her. Hi, tell her I said hi, hello. Glenn. Hi, hi, Joe. She said, you yeah. love to talk sports. Do, do we, though? I don't know that we talk all that much sports. <laughs> I mean, actually, one of our least favorite things to talk about. She's the best. She goes, you guys love, love to talk sports. Love, love, love. love we, I was going out somewhere the other day. To, uh, she said something. Where are you going? I said, I got uh, two kids from FCA Golf. I'm going to go work with at Pine Ridge. She goes, you sure do love golf, don't you? I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Are we just meeting each other? <laughs> what kind of question is that? Are you right. you sure do love golf, don't you? Yeah, right. No, not really. Well, it's something new I decided to pick up <laughs> a week ago. <laughs> like, why don't you come up with that? I did. I'm not, I, I, I dated a, When I was younger, I dated a girl for, I don't know, a, a, it's been at six to eight months at this point. And I'm telling a story and I'm talking about how I have a lazy eye. And she turns, she looks at me, she's like, you have a lazy eye. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, we've been doing this for eight months. Right, right, right. What the heck is going on? Here? Right. Uh, Isn't a real term for that, amblyobia. That might be right. I, that sounds familiar. I, I don't. Uh, it might be right. All right. So you have to eat a full. If it's amblyobia, you better give me some props. Nothing. You, I got you Chick Fil A. Um, uh, by a, the way, oh, I was close. Amblyobia. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Can we just do this already? What happened? But who knows that it's called employment but me? It's a very random thing. Go ahead. A full plane. Linus had a lazy eye. Did you know that? I don't know if I knew Charles that. Charles Schultz gave Linus a lazy that. eye. Yep. Huh. huh. Are we still allowed to watch to that? Make you feel, make Are we still allowed to, to make people like you feel normal? I didn't watch Great Pumpkin this year. Are we still uh, allowed to, or no. did, we're not, did they say that we can't watch that I think anymore? it's okay. All right. Um, full plane. No, <laughs> we're back to this. No condiments. <laughs> okay. Plane. Grocery store, rotisserie chicken, okay. in one sitting. Okay. You don't get to get up. You don't get to got to start finish it. Okay. Every day for forty days. Oh, every day for forty days. Okay. Or, or between now and the end of the month. So not quite forty days. More like twenty one. Between now and the end of the month. This is apparently a delicacy in the plains. Spam, which isn't, spam and uh, no, Oreo no. Cookie. I know you love those. This is is also interesting. A cinnamon roll. I'm in. Co- covered in chili. Oh my God! Who's eating that? Apparently in Kansas they love it. A this is a roll. thing. So, so I'll make you a bet, and we yeah. can. No, I'll make a bet. Oh, and you want to make that? The, you want to in on our picks contest this week? No. Well, this is what we do, and we do side bets tomorrow. Ken's Alice has to come in and eat a mayonnaise uh, a, mint apple, apple mint, yeah. mint apple jelly sandwich. I'll eat the chili thing for next week if you want to make that although i won't be here next week by the way okay well then how's that gonna work but exactly. the week after i will be another week after is um the fireball open i won't be here for that either we'll see, we'll see in december <laughs> <laughs> we'll see i'll come in some other day right. i'll eat this thing well, i think we were gonna make it our side can you come in next thursday no i'm, I'm out of town <laughs> i'm playing golf what's your schedule next week i'm around monday and tuesday all right we could do this next tuesday we could do this next tuesday it's gotta be early though i got a lunch with chuck sapienzo about what <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm getting fired. Really weird. But at least works. if I'm getting fired this time, it's the right way. Well, you're gonna go to lunch after you eat a <laughs> cinnamon roll chili thing. Sure. Okay. Um, you have to eat. All right. We'll do. We'll do. Are you, oh, I gotta get going. Are you really gonna do this? Are you really gonna oh, come in I and do this? Tell Vic I'm coming right now. I'll be all right, right there. All right. All right. Be quick, there quick. in five minutes. Would you rather eat one of those? A cinnamon roll go covered ahead. in chili. Okay. Every day for the rest of the month, or a plain grocery store full plain grocery store rotisserie chicken every day for the rest of the month. Or every day for four. I, years, I think I might take that that cinnamon can't, roll. Can't chili. believe how excited you are about the. I cinnamon. might. I, I, Drew's actually excited. I might take about it. doing the cinnamon roll chili thing. But here's what I'm gonna do. What's the Ravens schedule? Um, uh, what's the kid? What's his name? Griffin. <laughs> Pull that up for me real quick. 
Uh, pull the Ravens. It's, okay. it's a cakewalk, right? Yes. Keep pull it up. Uh, Panthers next weekend. Okay, win. Uh, at Jags. Win. Hosting the Broncos December December fourth. Win. At Pittsburgh December eleventh. Win. Uh, at Cleveland December eighteenth. Win. Falcons coming to Baltimore on Christmas Eve. Win. Uh, by the Steelers. Way, by the way, you're awfully quick on Cleveland. So here's what I'll say. Yeah. If they lose a game mm-hmm. between now and Cincinnati, and no, oh. between now and the Falcons game, it'll end on the Falcons game because it will come in that week after we've given the. Are we doing the coats again? Or yeah, we, we got to talk. We got to talk about that. I, I, they're gonna. What, how many games is that? Six. Yes. Yep. They're, six games. Six games. They're gonna win their next six. If, if they, they if they don't, I'll eat that thing. All right. That's and if fine. they do, you'll eat it. No, no, no. We, one of us might be eating it next week. We're doing this as a side bet. This is going to be our side bet for picks this week. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Why don't you do it next week? Get in on our side. We do a side bet every week on our picks contest. So why don't you get in with us? What's the, the what's the pick? We're going to pick three college games and six NFL games. I don't even know who's in college. I football. don't either. I haven't <laughs> won a college game I'm all season. I'm going to see Navy and Notre Dame Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, That's cool. We had DJ Brown on earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you get in on this, and if you finish with a low score of the three of us. All right, send me the stuff. Send you what stuff? The, the games. games. Okay. All right. For one week, Drew's yeah. in on pick. For one week. Yeah. Drew's. I'm not in finishing on. last. Well, it's you guys. I don't know. Dallas doesn't know, know anything. I don't know if you heard. I'm in first place. It, I'm on, who am I competing I'm against? Five, I'm, no, I'm 500. I'm 500. Who am I competing against? It's just going to be at, for sure the two of us. Maybe Dallas as well. Uh, what about Mrs. Proctor? Mrs. Proctor? <laughs> no, I don't think Mrs. Proctor. She's not involved? Yeah. All right. You guys John, and Zalas? Jo- yeah. Well, I don't know if Zalas is going to. He's lost the bet this week, so I don't know if he wants to get in on the bet again this week, next week. <laughs> we'll uh, I'm in. All right. All right. Next Tuesday, you understand. You lose. Next Tuesday, you're coming in here, and you're eating a cinnamon roll covered in chili. Whole thing. You don't get the, the cheap out. Like, I took a bite. I tried it. You know I ate that, that whole spam sandwich and asked you for another one. I did. That is a thing that happened, which disturbs me. It was so good. All right. Number three. Would you rather... I got to go. Hurry. Powerball. You got five numbers right. You want a million bucks. Okay. Or a legitimate good friend of yours won $2 billion. I, I, I mean, I guess I would answer this by saying it really depends on, like. I'm saying it's a is legitimate. It you? I think, uh, is it you? I think maybe. No, we need to I'm be asking. Like, I think we need to be more legitimate. I think we're talking about like somebody. Like if you won two billion. Yeah. And I came to you and said, dude, I need $2 million for FCA golf. Right. Would you give it to me? Yeah. Well, but first of all, I've said before, I would never let anybody know. I would never let anybody know that I won the lottery. But yes is the answer, of course. You think so? Yeah. You yeah. would? You'd give me $2 million? $2 million for, 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 for a charity? Yes. 100%. Okay. Or for Ethan. Or for, for Lucy. I mean, for you, no. You're just going to take the $2 billion. I'll take yeah, the, two right. billion. <laughs> I'll take the $2 billion then. But that's the, that's, the, that's the route that we're talking about. Okay. I think I'd rather just take the money myself. Really? I just... I feel like it creates awkwardness in friendships. Uh, like you're, if if you're it's so awkward that you won two billion and you give me two million of it, but I, that's on I you, just not me. I feel like it creates like a. I don't, I don't, I'm not paying you back. I don't want them to feel like they owe me something. I don't want like. I feel like at some point they're gonna be living their life and they're kind of kind of forget about the rest of us. Like I don't want any of that. I think okay. I'd rather just have. The I mean, a million you can do yeah, a lot with. A million dollars. I think I'll just take it. Right. I think I'll just take that. All right. Uh, what do you want to plug? Another twenty-four. You'd have enough to pay Lamar for a season. For nah, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll see. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that'll Poor be the Lamar. number. Uh, give give me uh, whatever you want to plug. Drew's morning dish. Yeah, yeah, we're rolling. Uh, Are you? I might write about the Hall of Fame tomorrow. Okay. 
You've moved me. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that. I'm probably going to repeat much of what I said today. Yeah, I was going to say. Pete Rose is a bomb, <laughs> okay. and you can't vote for yeah, these put, put the thing on the right. plaque. Uh, I mean, you're just going to say the same things you said. Now that I'm thinking it. about it, I'm not going to write about right. that. Hey, great. I'll figure You've something You've talking about it for 20 years. I'll figure something else. <laughs> well, All right. Then you're going to be on the fan on Sunday. This Sunday? Are you? I don't know. I thought that was what I heard. What? <laughs> no. All right. Then you're not going to be on the fan on Sunday. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I got a Coward Hall open house on Sunday. I, then Drew's not going to be on the fan on Sunday. You got me worried now. I thought I heard somebody say that. I, dude, I'm not telling you. I just thought I heard somebody at the radio station say that you were on again. It Sunday. says the fan. I got the email. Okay. Fan schedule. Yeah. Look that up real quick. Oh, I, wait, wait, we got to go. We gotta I got to go, go too. We got things I gotta to do. I got to go see uh, Vic Bisco real quick. We're primary residential. <coughs> I'm, um, now you got me worried. This is. I don't. I don't even have the email in front of me. All right, we got to take a break. We got to f- finish up the show. I, I'll let you know during commercial. Here, here's eleven seven. All right, buddy. Thank you. Right, we'll see you later. Morning, tish, I can't. Better not be. Oh, for God's sake! Today's show is also brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Don't say I'm on. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh crap! That means they're going to ask me. If you it does do say it. I'm on. I'm not on. I'm not oh, around. Oh no! You got to work. You better. You better work that shift. I can't. I don't want I, to. I can't. I don't want to. Oh, what's the, What's What's your shift scheduled? What do you, you schedule to work? What are you scheduled? What's What are you scheduled to work? Oh, the Coward Hope and House. No, on the schedule. What does it say? This you're Sunday. Yeah, but what time? Twelve to two. You know that they're going to call me now. I'm going to do it. Uh, live casino and hotel. The FanDuel Sportsbook. We love it. It's the best place to watch and bet on all of the games. Uh, email events at sportssocialmd.com if you want to reserve your spot for this weekend. Live Casino and Hotel Maryland in the FanDuel Sportsbook. Tidbit tubular, wind down when we come back in. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today the latest edition of press box is available now on the cover new maryland basketball coach kevin willard sits down with stan charles and glenn clark to discuss the situation he inherited in college park and how he plans to get the program turned around also inside we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from all of the teams in the area and bo smoker profiles ravens receiver devin duvernay press box is available for free at over 500 area locations including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Another Orioles season is in the books, and the Bataround was there every step of the way as the Birds posted their first winning season in six years. And after promoting two number one overall prospects in Adley Rutschman and Gunnar Henderson, Mike Elias has said it's liftoff from here. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and along with my co-host Zach Goodman, we'll be here every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, all off season discussing every signing trade and waiver claim as we navigate the
the cold winter months that lead to spring training. You can watch us at youtube.com slash pressboxonline and facebook.com slash pressboxsports or listen live at pressboxonline.com slash radio. And if you miss a show, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. So tune into the Bat Around with Paul Valley and Zach Goodman every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon right here at Pressbox Sports. Stan the Fan here, welcoming back one of my favorite sponsors, the Costas Inn. And everybody around Baltimore knows the Costas Inn is a great place to go and grab crabs, steaks, salads, soups, whatever's on your mind to eat in person. But did you know that the Costas Inn has upped their game? They are now one of the premier takeout places in Baltimore. Give them a call now to order your food, 410-477-1975. That's the Costas Inn, over 4100 North Point Boulevard. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit JoinBaltimoreCountyPD.com or call 410-887-5542. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. If you can't listen or watch live, you can subscribe to the show via Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Or, if lying isn't your thing, we'll take a three-and-a-half-star review, too. Ah, I'm sorry. I was enjoying the market salad from Chick-fil-A right here. I, um, I'm supposed to do the show again? Market salad's so good, man. Oh, it's so good. Hi, Glenn Clark Radio. Today's show is brought to you by Guilford Hall Brewery, who I also love. Love them very much. A true gem in our city. 1611 Guilford Avenue in Station North. Always great events going on at Guilford Hall. Whether it's yappy hour, you can bring your dog. Whether it's uh, live trivia, live music. There's so much happening. Plus, delicious Bavarian-inspired menu as well as an incredible craft beer selection. So good. GuilfordHall.com is how you find out more about Guilford Hall Brewery. Uh, Griffin, what were your answers for Would You Rather Wednesday? Um, Ro- Odell Roquan? I, I lean Roquan or Odell, actually, because okay. You're one I of the want few, a receiver. Overwhelmingly Roquan. I, I want the Ravens to invest at wide receiver. I hear you, man. And, you know, maybe he's probably he's not option one, two, three through ten, but, you know, it's, 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 it's a receiver. It's the, the option that's available, yes, correct. Yes. There's, only, there's only one option available. Yeah. And so so, uh, so I would I lean Odell on that one. Okay. Um, number two was... By the way, I, it's a... It's a tough one for me because I've always pushed for why, but at this point, the it, you're doing two different things. Which one gives you the better opportunity to win the Super Bowl? Well, obviously, adding the player would give you the opp- better opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Which the better decision to make for your franchise? Probably keeping around Roquan long term. So it's measuring those two things out that becomes very difficult. Um, and the part that I'm leaving out is that if you sign Odell, I'm not saying you can't end up signing Roquan at some point. Like. I oh god, it's tough. I guess yeah. I would go, but it's it's tough. I guess I go. Yeah. Uh, the ch- I feel like I'm leaning chicken because you know there's a little bit of nutritional value to it. Uh, is, is there? <laughs> yeah, you had a rotisserie, but yeah, I'm sure by the grocery uh, store. By, by after day seven or eight, I'd probably be like, this is a, so some first dry of all, chicken. First of all, probably, it's one probably of, before that. It's one of the great stories of all yes. time. It really is one of the greatest stories of all time. Actually, I would like to talk to the guy. Could you find him on Twitter and yeah. send him a message and see if we can't get him on? I can try. I, I can really, try. I meant to do that earlier in the week. I'd like, and I know it has nothing to do with us locally, yes. but I just he fascinates me. Um. I, 
I've been, it's a weird but the place. chili cinnamon roll. It just sounds like, uh, so terribly unappealing. Uh, and I like chili, and I like cinnamon rolls. But no. The tough part about the chicken is we all went through a, a stage of being broke. You're probably in that stage right now. Although you're still living at home, right? Yeah. So when you first move out, like, and you don't, you can't afford to really, like, cook. You're doing the math on, if I go get a chicken tonight, like, how many nights does that get me through? Like, when do I have to, to worry about food again? And... More often than not, you get to the point where it's like probably only about two. <laughs> like, you you could make it long last longer, of course, but you're not gonna. It's probably gonna last you about two. So, eating a whole ch- rotisserie chicken from a grocery store isn't like some sort of extraordinary feat. You feel like you could do it, but thinking about doing it every day for forty days, uh, to your point is... about the the dryness of the chicken, really starts playing in at some point where you're yeah. like, dude, I. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess I'd probably be physically tapping out. I still early on, I would think. I still <laughs> think it's the right answer of the two. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna say chicken. I'll say chicken. I'll All say right. chicken. And number three. That's what I'd rather do. Um, number three was. Uh, would the you I, I would win say a million or your friend win two billion. I'd two rather billion. see my friend win two billion. I guess just because to uh, be happy for your friend. To be because uh, I I I was I was you know I understood what you were saying about you know the relationship, but I feel like I got a strong strong relationship. By with the way, my friends. Breaking news: and, uh, John Proctor says he's in for our side bet next week. <laughs> All right, the chili. Uh, I don't know how he's coming in here because he's got a big boy job, but he's gonna have to come in here. If he loses, the chili he's roll. in for the chili cinnamon roll side bet next all right, week. All right, all right. Um, Sounds good. Tuesday? If, well, that would be when Drew would do it. If Proctor okay. needs to do it another oh, okay. day, we would let him do another day. Like okay, we, would, we would work around whoever's schedule it is that loses. If one of us loses, we could do it on Monday, you know? All right. Um, although you gotta, you're going to have to handle all that, so I don't yeah. know how much my, time. My neighbor need. makes some really good chili. You're so. just going to f- farm it out to your neighbor? <laughs> really? And then I'll bring it in. Are you guys that close that you can yeah, just say, hey, bro, I need you to go make me some chili? Wow. It's a hell of a relationship. I hope they win $2 billion. <laughs> Yeah, right? That would definitely be the one to pick. Damn. What? A, how did that start? Where did that come from? Know. That you could just you could just order chili from your neighbor? Very close family friends. Now. All right. Just, I mean, good for you guys. Hey, man. I, that's, that's a neat story. <laughs> Imagine me walking up to my neighbor's house. First of all, we don't really have neighbors because we live out in the middle of nowhere. But like the closest neighbor that we have, who we get along with quite well. Just good. imagine walking up the door. Hey, uh, AJ. Quick question. You, uh, <coughs> could we have some chili today? <laughs> Probably throw something at me. <laughs> Hell. Um, weird bit. So, yes. uh, but yeah, chili, I with, should be able to handle the chili. You're, and you're yes. going with the friend. You're going, yeah, with, the yeah, going with the friend. I would just rather, I think I'd just rather win the million. Because I just, I feel like the dynamics yeah. get really. I feel like it'd be harder. The I'm dynamics would get you, harder with just a million. Because million, I mean. Well, no, I just, I, I don't think it's, you accept that it's not life changing money, but it's good money mm-hmm. and it'll help, right? Like, it'll, it'll help. There's no doubt that it will help. Yes. On the flip side, I think the problem is you could end up ruining a friendship over that type of money. A friendship can easily be ruined because they're going to change. Like, you can't get that much money and not change. Right. It's impossible. Right. And the, I know that sounds corny, but the cost of losing this a friendship is, this is potentially. This is deep. I just, I'm getting a million dollars on the other side. Just give me the million dollars. Let's right. not, let's be done with it at that point. All right, continue to get me your responses at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. Somebody is winning a $25 gift card to Glory Days Grill just for participating in Would You Rather Wednesday. All right, Tidbit is brought to you today by our friends at FanDuel. Online sports betting is coming to the state of Maryland, and PressBox is going to be hooking you up with the best offers and sign-up incentives 
Starting now, you can get a $100 pre-registration credit from our friends at FanDuel by going to PressBoxOnline.com offers. The $100 credit is in addition to the new user promo you will get when they go live. Just go to PressBoxOnline.com offers now to get your $100 FanDuel pre-registration bonus credit. PressBoxOnline.com offers. All right, I got an election-themed uh, tidbit for you. So earlier this morning, or earlier this morning when it was being reported, it looked like the Republicans were going to net Eight House seats okay. in, the, in the House of Representatives, and the, well, the Demi- yeah, Democrats. Yeah, what does that mean for the chance of the Ravens winning the Super Bowl? Uh, we'll see. Well, that's what I'm getting. That's what I want to know. I, I actually cannot tell you. Oh, son of a bitch. I'm sorry. Uh, well, the Democrats would gain one seat in the Senate, so meaning that Joe Biden's midterm election, he would lose about seven seats mm-hmm. in the in, in Congress. Mm-hmm. So that got me thinking about you know midterm elections. What president lost the most seats in Congress? During midterm elections, so I got my mom to help Ever? me out. Yeah, well, well, since since 1934, since 1934, what president well, midterm norma- election? They normally, they normally lose. They normally yeah, lose they seats. normally lose a lot. Yes, in fact. yes, they do normally lose a lot, uh, um, which is why it's kind of impressive. They only lost seven if everything stands. Uh, Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton lost a lot because that was Newt Gingrich thing. Correct. He was he lost the fourth most since 1934. Lost 60 seats. Between the House and Jimmy the Senate. Jimmy Carter was highly unpopular. Uh, not th- not top five, though, in, since 1934. Jimmy Carter, uh, Proctor wants to throw in Obama and Coolidge. Obama second. Obama is second. Coolidge not on there. Where? Where? Coolidge, why can't I 19, what year was oh, there's Coolidge? Car- Carter lost 18. Okay. Uh, Barack Obama second most since 1934. He lost 69 seats. Lost 69 seats. Um, I'm just flatly guessing at this point. Uh, Nixon. Nixon, he he lost 10. Uh, and then when Gerald Ford took over, he lost 53, but not top Ooh. five. Not top five. Ooh. Um, God. God. Uh, Bush Sr., Bush Senior, he actually gained, or oh, Senior, uh, he lost nine, not top. Oh yeah, Bush Junior after nine eleven was the only time because there was. Yeah, he gained. Yeah, that was uh, that was the only time that that happened. In two thousand two, he gained ten seats, which uh, is the, the most in this span, actually, most gained. God, man, because um, it seems so. so you are cutting it off at FDR, right? That's mm-hmm. is that nineteen thirty four is FDR. So everything after FDR. FDR it, ran for president a lot. So. Yeah, he did. So keep that. Was it one of the FDRs? It was one of the oh, FDRs. Okay. What year do you want to try to guess? I don't know. 1938, he lost 88 seats Whoa. in the midterm election, Whoa. which is the most. And yet we just kept electing the guy. Yeah, <laughs> which is the most since 1934. Wow. Wow. All right. So you're missing, you're missing three and five. Uh, how about uh, JFK? JFK only lost one in 1962. Whoa. Yeah, he gained three in the Senate and then lost uh, four in the uh, House. Proctor wants Eisenhower or Truman as his. Those would we're be basi- the final two. We're basically naming yeah, all the presidents at this point. Yes. I mean, we basically named only all of them. Only one he didn't name was uh, Reagan, Trump. I think. Yeah, yeah Reagan. Uh, but yes, Eisenhower third most, negative 61. He lost 61 seats in 1958. And then Truman, my favorite president, lost 57. That's your favorite president. I did. I did a whole. Uh, I did a big, long presentation. I did. A, in I high did. A, in, 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 I want to say middle school. I did a big Woodrow Wilson presentation, <laughs> and so that made me a Woodrow Wilson guy for a little while. I, I made a corny, the most amazing little graphic on my PowerPoint slide for him. It was pretty horrible. You're very proud of it. Yeah, you're it was very horrible, proud of actually. Harry Truman. I put I put his face on a plane that dropped the bomb oh, on Japan. Okay. It was pretty terrible. Yikes! Yes. Yikes! Yeah. Boy. That I know. Is, I can't believe 
I did that. (laughs) All right. uh, Very good. Tubular. Big hit. Yeah. I bet it was. Tubular is brought to you today. I actually meant it. You know what's really funny is I thought that maybe today we should have put my buddy Brian Neiman on to to do an election. And then I just was like, no, I don't. I don't. I don't want to do it. Sorry. I don't want to do it. I don't even know if they, there was still like eight races they hadn't even called yet. Yeah. I guess the one in Georgia is going to go to a runoff. That's so like what it we, sounded like. It's yeah, possible we might not even know who has control of the Senate for another month or something like that. That's a weird bit, too, where like somebody wins the election, but they don't win. I know that's how it happened. I'm, this isn't a Republican-Democrat thing, because I know it happened the exact same way the last time, but like... What a weird bit they do where you're like, here's an Overtime. election. Overtime. Here's an election. Now let's have another election and ask everybody to go back out when it's freezing cold in December. Brutal. Uh, Tubular is brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Of course, you can save $100 when you use the code TAILGATE at ginsugrills.com and come see the Ginsu Kamado Grill in action. Sample some cooking from the Ginsu Kamado Grill and register to win your own as well as $500 worth of grilling meats. At the Baltimore Game Day Firehouse, 1202 Ridgely Street, just west of the stadium when uh, the Ravens come back home, obviously not this Sunday, but the following Sunday against Carolina. Uh, Totally tubular for this evening. Not a ton going on. Maryland soccer plays in the Big Ten semifinals. Try to punch their ticket for the final on Big Ten Network tonight against Indiana at 8 o'clock. At 5 o'clock, we will get the announcement of the U.S. World Cup roster that uh, uh, announcement show is on ESPN2 at 5. I guess there were some reports yesterday that Maryland Zach Steffen will not make the roster, which is kind of shocking uh, from where we were yeah. earlier in the cycle where we were convinced, of course, went through some injuries and just some other goalies that played really well. But uh, the word is that he will not be on the roster. I guess we have to wait and see that for sure. Uh, they announced the roster at 5 o'clock. Maction tonight, ESPN2, Buffalo Central Michigan at 7, ESPNU, Northern Illinois, Western Michigan at 7, CBS Sports Network, Kent State, Bowling Green at 7. Uh, some hoops tonight, but nothing of any local interest. ESPN for Knicks, Nets at 7.30, Lakers, Clippers at 10, TNT, Penguins, Capitals at 7.30, Wild Ducks at 10, TBS for AW Dynamite at 8. Some non-sports highlights? Uh, the biggest highlight is Hard Knocks in season returns. Oh, right. Arizona right. Cardinals. Doing, is this the first episode? Or is it this is the, the first episode, okay. I believe. Uh, at 10 o'clock on HBO, uh, Handmaid, the Handmaid's Tale Season 5 finale is out on Hulu. Uh, Octavia Spencer will be on Fallon. They're doing a there's there's a new Christmas Carol movie with Octavia Spencer, Will Ferrell, and Ryan Reynolds called uh, Spirited. I saw that. I saw the trailer. So it's for like it. a modern. It looked okay. Yeah. It was, I w- I watched. I don't know why. I am a uh, for those that don't know. I am a, a, a Christmas uh, sycophant. I love everything Christmas related. And I watched the 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 flight home. They were they were showing the Neil Patrick Harris film Eight Bit Christmas. Go right ahead and skip that one. Okay, that is it. nothing. It was on the list. It so. stinks. Like there is, they have nothing to say in that film. It is really bad, man. I kept being like, "Is this supposed to be funny at some point?" Or like, maybe it's maybe it's for kids. And I'm, I don't know, man. It's it's not a, not a good film. Um, so go ahead and skip that one. Okay. Uh, and then Florence. Pugh when does that when does that come be, out? Uh, I would probably right, think at the end of this month. Right. Sometimes we'll just, before the end of the keep month. Going. Keep going. Uh, Florence Pugh is going. I do know Myers. this much. We are going to see violent. Violent Night at Midnight. We are going to a midnight screening of Violent Night. All right. I will start okay. putting the plans together. We are going to... Do they even do midnight screenings anymore? Do they do them at I like... I think so. I, I mean, think they do I them actually earlier in the yeah, evening. Yeah, it's probably like 10 o'clock. You probably see it at 7. Done. On we are, the moment that Violent Night is available to be viewed in a motion picture in a cinemaplex, we will be going to see it. Steve, Steve Kornacki also hopping on with Seth Meyers. Probably just Has he slept? <laughs> By the way, I did flip around a little bit. 
he's obviously like the gold standard of that. The guy on CNN, I actually I'm gonna be honest with you, John King, I think he's actually better. Mm. He doesn't have as much careful, pers- careful. He doesn't have as much personality as Kornacki does, right? But like in a moment, like he goes quickly. Somebody, you know, Tapper will ask him, like, well, what about in Somerset County? And he will immediately go. He knows exactly where Somerset County is. He knows all the details. That guy is a machine. Kornacki's got some personality, so they like him more. The guy they had doing it on Fox, I, I hope he has other skills. That might be the worst. Like, if, if you thought Maryland against Wisconsin was bad on Saturday, you thought Dan Cox's performance left something to be asked, that guy... Could not keep anything straight. Had no idea where the counties were. The machine was constantly resetting on him. It wasn't showing him what he wanted. They'd be like, all right, well, show us uh, how uh, Biden performed two years ago. And he'd be like, oh, hang on. And he'd be like hitting like eight buttons. I believe the guy's name is Hammer. I'm not, I don't know anything about That guy was atrocious. I mean, horrendous. And at some point in the night, it was basically just like, dude, I'm so tired. I can't do this anymore. Bill Hammer, is that him? Is that his name, Bill Hammer? I think so. I'm guessing it's not Artie Hammer. I'm pretty sure we we, we, we have removed him from society. Um, yeah, Bill Hammer, rough, <laughs> rough performance on the board. All right, anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Documentary Now, new episode. Also, new episode of Andor on All Disney+. Right, Plus. Very good. Thanks today to Drew Forrester. Thanks to Lisa Scott Dwanchek from Chick-fil-A and for them sending over all this wonderful food. Thanks also to DJ Brown from Notre Dame, Annapolis native, and former Raven safety James Aheaded. Well, we'll get it all up in the greatest hits section of the tab at glenclarkradio.com. Now, the eternal question. Anything tomorrow? Ken's Alice is eating yeah. at mint apple jelly. And we sandwich. do have that going on tomorrow. Yes, we do. We do have that. I actually uh, know that uh, Navy wide receiver Jaden Umbarger is going to join us, Spalding native, uh, or Sp- Baltimore native, Spalding alum. Uh, he'll check in as we'll also discuss uh, Saturday's Navy-Notre Dame matchup. So we'll do that tomorrow as well. And, of course, stuff and things. Thanks, everybody, at Pressbox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including, oh, man, I keep forgetting to pull up this sheet. Griffin, why do you let me do that? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thanks um, a lot, you jerk. I'm sorry, sorry. I reorganized the binder for the boys on Monday. And then I forgot to put this sheet back in the front of it. The so. whole the full rundown? Yeah, it's on me, but I got it right here. We're okay. Thank you for nothing. Thanks to our great sponsors and partners, including the Baltimore County Police Department, the Baltimore Area Chick-fil-A Restaurants, Glory Days Grill, Royal Farms, Casa Sin, Guilford Hall Brewery, Great Eights Memorabilia, the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland, Maryland Vascular Specialist, the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Have a great Wednesday evening. Go, is anybody? Go Maryland Maryland, Soccer. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too.